millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CHAMPION200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three in any NBA playoff game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? Of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. And right now, a small Minute Maid slushie is just $1.59. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Everything's good on all fronts. It is... 731 Central, 531 on the West Coast. Corner to corner, wrestling radio goes live in 5, 4, 3. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of you. Excuse me, I almost said UCW Radio. I'm jumping ahead of myself. Corner to corner, wrestling radio right here on the Beyond Ringside Radio Network. We're live from C2CRadioShow.com and BeyondRingside.com. And of course, you can catch up with us on download later at Spreaker.com as well. I want to welcome into the fold Rob Hefner. Welcome, sir. Well, greetings and salutations, people. Did you say salutations? Yes, well, you know, What's I did come on and you are salivating, so. Whoa. Just, just whoa. And it only took two minutes to make that <laughs> the Magic City Motormouth himself, Fast Eddie Lane. You know, it's a beautiful thing and it's ironic. DoorDash is doing contact free deliveries. I think they got the idea from my ex. Oh, Ew, yeah. Just kidding, her. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Full metal jackets. Flying right now. <laughs> and it's not even Thursday. I'm being bar? ghosted by my food delivery person. <laughs> Actually, well, I got it. Okay. Realistically speaking, a lot of people do know that listen to uh, Beyond Ringside Radio Network um, that I do affiliate work for um, DoorDash and Grubhub as well as Amazon. <laughs> and real quick, for everybody who has been wondering, it's like, what is my favorite restaurant open? Check your DoorDash app. Check your Grubhub app. Check Waiter. 
Um, and also get in touch with your favorite local restaurant as well as chain because all three of the platforms that I just mentioned, um, Waiter, Grubhub, and DoorDash, are doing contact-free deliveries, which means they will bring it to your door, knock on your door to let you know your food has arrived safely, and leave before you can open the door. That way there's less interaction and less chance of something happening. So keep that in mind. All systems are still operational and go, please support your local restaurants. Yeah, this has been such a crazy, crazy time for small businesses in general. I know Intuit right now has started a, a program to help small businesses to offer funds to them. And essentially is starting GoFundMe accounts for small businesses. This is a huge, huge thing that's going on right now. They're partnering with Yelp to assist with this it's been getting a lot of great response by the way from small businesses out there at the same time just like eddie said restaurants um i mean your local favorite pizza joint doesn't do anything unless you call them an order seriously if you don't walk in the door and say hey let me get a pizza to go or something like that these guys don't pay bills they don't beat their families it's there's no easy there's no easy way to say that it's just a crappy time right now for our small businesses out there, for our restaurants, for our providers of groceries. I mean, think about people over at Walmart and your local grocery store that have plexiglass now. Plexiglass yeah. protecting. It's crazy. So, well, I mean, I w- Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you're fine. You're fine. No, I would say like, you know, one, people need to stop panic buying. Yes. You know, like the stores have said and people have said, like, buy what you normally buy. Give the stores a chance to restock. And I saw this in my local grocery store. I went in a week ago and it was like the store was going out of business. I mean, everything was empty. Nothing was there. And then went back the next week and the store had been stocked, you know, because more people were being more realistic. And, you know. And also, like when it comes to your local restaurants and stuff, so it's like think about if you're if you're affiliated with a little league team or soccer team, a nonprofit, whatever. All those businesses that you ask for money and donations throughout the year, Thank you. now it's time for you to repay it and go back. Yep. You know, like that store, that that pizza place that gives you pizza for your soccer party. Like, go buy a couple pizzas. You know, like. Even if you're not going to eat, like, we did it today coming home. We went to visit family, and on the way back through, we we ordered ahead and got some barbecue at this local barbecue place that we enjoy and pulled up. There was a guy standing outside. He's like, you know, are you here for, I was like, told him my name. He's like, I'll be right back. It's that easy. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? And come on. We've all been we've all been in our house, you know. We've all hit the point where we don't want to cook sometimes. Anytime, really. <laughs> you know what I mean. And if you've got the resources to do it, it doesn't hurt. Throw throw. You know, like I took my kids downtown last week and was going to get pick up food for my wife at this Thai place because I don't like Thai. No offense. Um, oh, love it. But. Um, while doing that, I was like, wait, wait a minute. There's the local bakery. So when they got some donuts and some cookies and another local store that I've been eyeing a hat for about a year and a half. So I was like, well, you know what? Let's just do it. Yeah. You know, it's a 
it's a time right now where everything matters. Little things really matter right now. So, you know, if you can help your small businesses that are nearby, remember your drive, your delivery folks. You know, like Eddie is is a, a member of that crew, but you've also got a lot of other guys and gals out there that right now, truly, they're they're putting their butts out there on the line just to bring you food. So just don't forget them. You know, make sure you tip them where you can. Do what you can to help these folks out. Oh, yeah. Tip people and then also think about it. Like, we have been setting up this society for this occasion for years. Yeah. I mean, we have been going to on-demand stuff, delivery services, you know, Amazon delivering things to your door. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If there was ever a time to, to give back to those that need it, this is the time. Um, so do let's me, go ahead. Do me four quick things four real quick things. Number one, for those of you who might be displaced and looking for a job right now, see if you have an Amazon facility in your local area or a Walmart in your local area. They are hiring big time right now, especially um, Amazon hiring drivers. So right. if you don't mind getting out, don't mind touching other people's packet, wear gloves. Wear gloves, get Lysol, get Lysol wipes, whatever you need. But check with these places. If you don't have, if you're displaced and out of a job right now or laid off or trying to make money, call Amazon, Walmart, Target. A lot of these places are looking for help too. Um, something that I brought up on this show about four weeks ago, as well as on Beyond Ringside about six, uh, six weeks ago. One thing that a lot of people are overlooking right now, if you are healthy, Please consider giving blood or plasma. This is the perfect time. Once again, if you're at 100% and you're clicking on all cylinders, contact your local Red Cross, your Life Mobile, whatever, and see when is a good time for you to come give blood. This is the time to step up. Also, um, I said four. I'm going to make it three. Um, and I rushed so hard, I forgot the other two. So I'll come back to them in the second hour because I know we got a lot going on tonight. Definitely do. Tonight. We are going to be joined by the UCW, the new UCW heavyweight champion. He is the one and only Ethan Cross. We got a lot to Ethan talk about with that. Cross. Because, Rob, this footage, we have been trying to get this footage out. We have been working to get a hold of this footage, and, and we haven't been able to get our hands on it because we're, we're proud members of the UCW team. Well, at least most times, because this past week, yeah. <sighs> this video gets posted by Ethan Cross. And, and hey, say what you want about Ethan Cross. The man's a hell of a talent, and he is the UCW heavyweight champion. He releases the footage. He is in control. This is his comment. And we're going to bring him on here in just a moment. But when he brings him out, when he sends and releases this information, he decides that he is also going to basically say that he's making the rules, that he's in control. Well... That didn't sit too well with the boss. As a matter of fact, not only did it not sit too well, the boss went on quite a tirade just a few days ago. It started off as a conversation about the state of Ultimate Championship Wrestling. Hey, just you know, making sure our fans and, and all, the, all the talent are, are informed, which, hey, makes sense. But in the, right. process, in the process of making sure everybody's informed and saying, hey, in these tough times, let's make sure that we're supporting everybody, he says he gets a phone call. He gets this phone call, and he says to everyone, you know, what is this footage? What the hell is going on? And all of a sudden, he goes from cool, calm, and collected to off the rails. 
fires his production staff. We're talking about good men and women that do photography, that do the video, the video work for him. He fired him. All because of this man who's coming on board with us right now. This is the guy who released UCW Heavyweight Championship match that wasn't supposed to see the light of day, as we would later find out. Let's bring him in. Ethan Cross, UCW Heavyweight Champion. Ethan, how are you? I'm doing okay. Yeah, you've uh, you've been a busy man. Yes, indeed I have. We got this video from you. We posted it up. We see it posted on Facebook, right? Now, you posted this information and you said you're basically running the game now. This is your game. Can can you tell me the chain of events? Walk me through cuz we were there. We saw you win the heavyweight championship. So walk us through the chain of events. What what brought you to this point? What brought me to it's just plain and simple. Like the boy, he runs UCW. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, I guess the spotlight who shined on me, it had taken away from him. And he so he did decided to say, you know what? I'm gonna put him down. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna put him down like a wounded dog. And I saw it coming. So, in other words, I don't take anything lightly. Mm-hmm. So I act upon everything in advance to achieve what I had to do in life. And, and you absolutely did that. Ethan, when, when we go forward, we sometimes have to step backwards first. So let's bring our fans up to date because it's been a little while. We've all been locked up, cooped up in the house, right? So we're in Dinwiddie, Virginia. You have finally gotten your shot at Jeffrey Bravo for the UCW heavyweight title. And before we discuss the match, because I definitely want to talk to you about it, we have to talk about the year 2019. Because, Ethan, boy, you went through some stuff in 2019 when it comes to UCW and the boss. I mean, you had to face Tremor. You got a match cost to you by Tremor because... Mr. DeVore decides to get involved. You went to Mr. DeVore's house. You broke in. You sent him to the hospital. He clocks you in the back of the head, sends you to the hospital and return. I mean, can you tell me a little bit, where did this start? Like I say, spotlights. That's all it boils down to, spotlights. See, I remember DeVore when I was an old teenager, when he was in WCW days. And I sat there and watched, and I'm like, wow. One day, maybe I can be like him. And as I was growing up and I decided to come out of uh, uh, a preliminary discipline area, I would say, mm-hmm. I decided to get into the business. Had to work for it, but I decided to get into the business. So when I decided to get into the business, I just worked and worked until I came across Mr. DeVore. And I came to him. Because I remember WCW when Ric Flair was in WCW. So I was like, wow, I could be a great asset to this company. And I was. Now, at this time, when you when you got to UCW, are you telling me that you looked up to, to DeVore at that point? Oh, yes, I did. I looked up to him. Because I remember him when he was in UCW when UCW first came out when Ric Flair was in UCW. Mm-hmm. 
So you're kind of saying he looked up at him, you looked up to him as like a mentor. Yes, I did. So you looked up to him as a mentor. You had a respect there. It was a mutual respect. And in the process of this respect being formed, what what managed to change it? So you're saying the spotlight, but you, Mr. DeVore has never really been in the spotlight when it came to UCW, at least not since since we we came back a few years ago. So he's been ultimately behind the scenes. What what do you think it was? Was it just because he saw you becoming a bigger star? Do you think he was jealous? Yes, I can say that. I can say it's jealousy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't necessarily just luck into being champ. You had to go through a lot. I mean, you faced Dewan O'Neill. You faced the Red Scorpion in some of our best matches that we've had in our history. I mean, Amen. You, you've had to go through a lot just to get to here. Let's talk a little bit about you and Jeff Bravo and your matchup. Because i got to yeah. tell you, sir, you... Went through hell to get to the gold at the end of that tunnel. Tell me about this matchup from your perspective. My perspective of this matchup, Jeffrey Bravo traveled, even been in Japan. So I knew what I was up against when I faced him. But at the end of the day, I knew that I was going to win the UCW Heavyweight Champion. But that Mr. DeVore had to put some shenanigan crap in the way and in the midst of it and overcame that. So what he's what you're talking about is what this matchup has shown. And of course, folks, you can see this on our Facebook page right now uh, for UCW Forever, Ultimate Championship Wrestling. Um, you could see this title match. It's raw, it's uncut footage, and you can see where DeVore ultimately makes this and anything goes, falls count anywhere, which in the history since we've returned in 17, this hasn't happened before. But now suddenly Ethan Cross is the guy that is the, the, the direction of, your, of his anger, which is so crazy to me because it wasn't too long, and Ethan, you can admit it, it wasn't too long ago where, let's just face it, the fans weren't necessarily in your corner. No, nah, they were in my corner, but that didn't never matter. I still was set out to do what I have to do to win the UCW Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. I went through hell and back to become the UCW Heavyweight Champion. But then all of a sudden, Mr. DeVore said, oh, I don't have to say I'm a UCW Champion because I'm not. So he sent his attorneys. He gave me fees, attorney fees, and damaging costs, all because of it boils down to the spotlight. That is my belief, and that's what I believe. So now that you are the UCW heavyweight champion, you've, you've made it clear. You just released a video this evening saying that you're not playing the game. You're, you're winning the game. Yes, I'm winning the game. I'm winning it. Ethan, how does this game end for you? Is it you and... <laughs> seems kind of crazy to say. Is it, is it you and DeVore in the match? <laughs> Only time would tell. Only time would tell. 
Is that what you're looking for? Is you're look are you looking to get your hands on Devore? Or are you just looking to be respected as the UCW heavyweight champion? I'm looking to be respected as a UCW heavyweight champion. And I'm looking for him to look me eye to eye and say, I am the man. The spotlight is now mine. Not his anymore. But if it boils down into Ethan Cross in one corner versus DeVore in another corner, then it shall be. No. Now, are you, are you prepared for what could come? Because we've seen in the past DeVore stacking the deck against you and others. So, like, are you prepared? Like, we saw the chair shot at Russell Fest. We saw the aftermath of that. Is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? <laughs> of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. And right now, a small Minute made slushie is just $1.59. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today, only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. What do you have to do mentally to prepare yourself? Because you also have to face all any oncomers that want that belt. Plain and simple. I am prepared for anything necessary. That means I have to go through more than one person to get to divorce. Then it shall be. Let me ask you a question. You know, during your matchup against Geoff Bravo, the one Geoff Bravo, you guys were going toe-to-toe. I mean, everything but the kitchen sink, if we're just going to throw cliches out there. I noticed something (laughs) in the middle of this match, and it was this shift of the fans basically going to your side and supporting you to, you know, also... Noticing that DeVore went from solidly in the corner of our champion to um, berating him. Like, what drew that? Did you feel that in the middle of this match? Oh, I felt it. I felt it. It's just plain and simple. When Mm -hmm. you got to be set out to achieve something, go through something, things just happen at the moment at time. Okay. Yeah, the fans hated me. Probably still do. But at the end of the day, I know how to persuade anybody and anything that comes my way. Well, one of the things we did see when we were there, we were live and watching this all unfold, was organically the fans drew themselves to you. They felt the urgency behind you. They felt your energy, and they fed off of it, and they were in support of seeing you take the championship. It was it was really kind of interesting. It was, a, it was an emotional kind of thing because 
all the way this from 2019 to Dinwiddie, you get all the way to Dinwiddie, and to me, it was just it was amazing to watch that dynamic. Does it? Do you have an appreciation now? Do you feel that there's a respect between you and the fans at this point? Yeah, there's a lot of respect between me and the fans. Mm-hmm. A lot of respect. So, if we're looking at it from a perspective of now we're headed towards the future. Now, we know we're dealing with some uncertain times right now, and I understand that. But as action is getting prepared to to resume, as we get ready to head into action again for UCW during our summer months, you're the guy. You're on top. And and what we don't know, (laughs) I guess we don't know what we don't know. We don't know what is next for DeVore. How much money has this cost you so far? How much money? 150 grand. Holy cow. $150,000. Yep. What? Jeez. What have your attorneys advised you? My attorneys advised me plain and simple. Leave Mr. DeVore into a place where he has to think about respecting me. Mm-hmm. Long as he is in his own place, it is fine with me. Mm-hmm. But the moment... Like you saw the footage on Facebook where he lashed out and he fired the production style. And for what? Out of anger? He fired him because he couldn't get to me and I got to him? That's why I said at the end, I'm playing the game, but I'm winning. Winning the game is uh, not always an easy task. You've you've had a lot to deal with in a very short period of time. When you consider all of the roadblocks that you've had to overcome, I mean, it starts, honestly, it starts all the way back when you won the television championship uh, at the Big O Boogie in Orange, Virginia, and you remained undefeated for the better part of almost a year and a half. You face off with the Red Scorpion, have two classic matchups. You finally get to the point where it's your chance at the heavyweight championship. And unbeknownst to you, it's all of a sudden, well, I guess you could say you drew first blood. Would you agree that it was it was you that initially started this fight? I don't think so. Mm-mm. As I recall, I think Mr. DeVore started it. So... I mean, you did break into the guy's house. Broke into his house after the fact when he didn't respect me and gave me what I wanted in the beginning. All of this could have been avoided if he had gave me what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And what you had wanted at that point, and again, this goes all the way back to, this goes all the way back to WrestleFest. What you wanted was a, a title shot at that point. Am I correct? Indeed. Man, what a tough, tough deal. You know what? Here's what we're going to do. Ethan, if you don't mind, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got more We've got more to come with Ethan Cross, UCW heavyweight champion. Stick with us, folks. We'll be right back here on Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio. Mike's so clear. We're good. I'm trying to call him now. Okay. 
good job. All right. Plus, thank you, thank you. Good job on y'all. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that is 7.03. He's still trying to call. <laughs> 7301 8804 Hi, I'm Sam Young. I'm Sam Young. Alright. 73701 7731. Son of a That's how they speak down there. Alabama. Well, normally it's son of a blue cheese eating billy goat. Yeah. So when you're born in Alabama, you get like roll tide underwear. <laughs> no, but you do, if by the time you turn six months old, you do have to declare. And now that UAB is actually back and better than ever, actually, that's a three way declaration. All right, we've got him on the line. Did I dial, did I dial the right number? I want to play the charge there. Hold on. Hold on. That's definitely not me. All right, man. Three, two, one. We're back now. We're back live here on C2C Wrestling Radio. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us again this evening. We're talking to the UCW heavyweight champion, it's Ethan Cross. Mr. Cross, thank you so much for joining us again. We appreciate your time tonight. You're welcome. Thank you. And as we've been talking to you, I mean, you've had tons, tons to say tonight. We've been talking about what you've gone through. And then, of course, this release of the UCW Heavyweight Championship match from Dinwiddie, Virginia. And uh, it's it's been kind of crazy. There's been a lot of anger. We've seen a lot coming from the boss. And uh, oh, what what the hell? Um. Okay. Sorry, guys. We I apologize. We have a call on the line. I, I can't see the number here. That's weird. Um. Go ahead, caller. Uh, welcome to C two C. I want to speak to the person in charge. Uh. Well, that I guess is me. Uh, I I know that voice. That sounds familiar. Identify yourself, please. Well, you're about to find out who I am. Ethan Cross, you think this is a game, right? Why don't you guys go check your fax machine right now because I just faxed an injunction on you. On us? Oh, geez. Uh, Folks, um, okay, let me... Oh, come on, man! Are you kidding me? You guys think that this is a joke, that you can just disobey a direct order? I fired the production staff yesterday. How would you guys like to pick up your pink slip today? A hundred and fifty? Are you out of your mind? A hundred fifty thousand dollars? You? You? Can't. Is this real money? This man's playing Monopoly. Are you serious? A hundred fifty thousand. Ethan Cross. Yeah. Who is this speaker? You know who this is. This is Devore. Uh, so you think that I... this is just some sort of game, right? That you oh, can yeah. just do whatever you want in your little world and consequences don't happen to you. Well, I'm here to tell you 
And I'm here to tell the peons at the C2C radio that I've been funding. Peons? The consequences do happen. Because money makes the world go round. And guess what? It's my money. And you want to run around and claim that you're the UCW heavyweight champion when you stole that belt. I never stole nothing. I earned that belt. You don't earn anything unless I tell you to earn it. Uh, Mr. DeVore, with all due respect, he won that title, one, two, three. You made the rules. All, All due respect. This is still going on. And you're putting this out on the air, but all due respect to me. You made the rules. You made the match. You told him, hey, okay, fine. You'll get your shot, but it's anything good. I mean, you made it clear how this was going to go down. You're right. I did make the match. And more importantly, I make the rules. I'm glad you pointed that out. I don't care that we're in the middle of a pandemic. So how about this, Ethan? What would you say to you have 30 days to come up here for a match and redo everything or you relinquish that belt? Wait a minute. You can't do that. We have a net. Did you not hear? I can do anything I want. This is spotlight. insane. Tell you spotlight. You're you're yeah. talking about putting people's lives in danger here. Wow. I mean, you're you're gonna put. What's wrong, Ethan? Cat got the tongue. You oh, don't no. have any quippy comebacks. Oh, no, I got quickie comebacks. I'm just trying to figure out. I won that UCW heavyweight champion, fair and square. Yeah, you make the rules because you're the UCW boss. But I had overcome that, and I overcome every challenge that you set in front of me. And this is what I get. I get charged with damage. You're getting what's coming to you because when you ended that match, I stood there in that ring, and I told you if you wanted to keep it, you were to play ball by my rules. And if I told you to jump, you were to say, yes, sir, how high? Uh, I got to tell you, that's (sighs) – Ethan, he he is the owner of Ultimate Championship Wrestling. Mr. DeVore, folks, if you're just turning in, Mr. DeVore has, um, uh, oh, Rob, how do we word this? He's uh, costing us money now, um, a lot. It got scary. You know that moment when you walk in and your mom and daddy are fighting? (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like, I kind of, I don't want to be here, but I'm here. You know what? what? I, I just, you know what? It is a good thing that I make the rules and I'm in charge. Because I just had a brilliant idea. Um, I'm not sure I'm in the mood for any of your ideas. I mean, you just cost us 150000 Ethan? Jesus. Yeah. I'm going to be a semi-caring person for a change. 
So I'm going to sit back and I'm going to take my time and I'm going to make the match. And you are going to have to face whoever I say in whatever match I want it to be. You could be facing one person. You could be facing two people, three people, ten people. Ten you claim people. that you're the man, that you're the UCW heavyweight champion, that you'll do what you got to do to keep that belt, right? That's right. So accept the challenge. I accept. <laughs> okay. You just signed your own death certificate. And if I hear any more of this online crap, I'm firing everybody. You've already fired everybody. You fired your you fired the crew. You fired I mean the only people you haven't really fired yet would be the rest of the roster. Folks, <clears throat> wow. Um you heard it here first. Mr. DeVore, Ultimate Championship Wrestling CEO places a challenge for Ethan Cross for the UCW Heavyweight Champion says he's going to name the time, name the place. And he, that's what he says. I I don't even know what what to make of this just yet here, Ethan. And you accepted sight unseen. I accepted. That's right. Don't care. I accepted. Because at the end of the day, I'm the UCW heavyweight champion. My God. There you have it. I mean... Mm-hmm. He says he's a champ, but he's got to step up to whatever whatever comes to play. I mean, it's it's to me. I'm I'm not even sure how does one how exactly does one go through this type of situation. Um, I I don't even know how someone handles this type of situation, much less. I mean, I don't have hundred fifty thousand dollars, Rob. I don't know about you. Hmm, I'll check my... Nope. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's a negative, Ghost Rider. That pattern is uh, very full. Um, Ethan, this could be one of those situations where you are placed in a situation where you're facing, he said, maybe even 10 people. 10 people. I mean, hey, I got faith in you, sir. You have proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are a champion amongst champions but wow sight unseen yep i accept too ucw have world champion back down for no one and nobody i mean it's it's one of those situations right now where i couldn't tell you um how this actually happens anymore it's it's astounding to me we were, that just we, proves also that the boss is always listening. Well, and that's just it. I mean, Mr. DeVore has basically laid it out and told us, basically he just told us, you don't get to make the rules. You're not in charge here. This is this is my, my show, is what he's saying. He's saying this is what we do. This is how I run things. Um and you know the the thing that that floors me in this situation is how personal it has become 
because the personal vendetta between you and DeVore has been no secret. I mean, we've documented it many, many times. And, I mean, Mr. DeVore, I, I, I know you're still here. I see you're still connected. How in the world is is this even – why is this so personal for you? Why is it personal? This is my company. This is my business. This has been my livelihood for almost 30 years now. But why wouldn't why wouldn't Cross I take be a worthwhile personal? champion? At Dunkin', we're getting ready for sunnier days with our Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. A bright and balanced iced coffee with notes of cocoa, tangy sweetness, and toasted nuts. Made to brighten every day a little more. Soak in the sunshine a little more. And fill every moment with a little more, more. Because we aren't just chasing sunsets anymore. We're counting sunrises too. Do more with Dunkin' Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. Brewed for brighter days. Enjoy a medium for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Because he's not worthy enough to hold that belt, plain and simple. Ethan, what do you have to say to this? I'm very worthy. I bust my ass to be worthy of the UCW Heavyweight Champion. I fought against people that are worthy are the ones that I deem worthy. That you deem worthy. Wow. Is that, is that what it was with Jeff Bravo? You deemed him worthy? Jeffrey Bravo, make no mistake about it. He was head and shoulders above the rest. And yes, I deemed him worthy because he had the breeding. He had the knowledge. He had the know-how. He had the class. To hold the UCW championship. When I see you standing there saying that you're the UCW heavyweight champion, I get sick to my stomach. Oh my God. Whoa. That the blood, the sweat, and the tears that have gone on have fallen to a piece of common trash like you. I'm oh, Ow. <laughs> but make, make no mistake about it, Mr. Cross. There will be retribution. I haven't forgotten about you coming to my home. Breaking into my home and filming your little video. I haven't forgotten about you jumping me at the gas station. I haven't forgotten any of that. You want to talk about personal? If you would have simply done what you were told to do and played ball, none of this would be happening. So when you when you cut that little check out and you sign that check over to UCW LLC, you caused that, not me. Is there any possible way that this gets resolved without <laughs> at least a dozen people 
losing their jobs and losing funds, especially in this time. That's on Ethan Cross's shoulders, not mine. So now it's Ethan's fault that people are fired and being sued? Wow. Who chose to put that video up? Ethan? Mm. He clearly said in the video that it was his decision. Ethan, let me, this was a big joke. Let me ask you, champ. You released the video. What, what was did it? I tell you about calling him champ? Because I am the champ. What was it, Ethan, that that made you release the video? Plain and simple. Things I always remember. What he done to me in the beginning when I was the television champion. Then I had to face this person and face that and face this and face that. And then it dawned on me. Spotlight situations. I am the future. I get in the spotlight. He wanted. So what do you do when you want the spotlight? You take the main person down. But guess what? It didn't work. Didn't work at all. That's how come I became the new UCW heavyweight champion. Well, it is a twisted, twisted web we weave when first we look to deceive, I believe, as the, as the saying goes. Mr. DeVore, you have laid out the rules. You have laid out the challenge. Ethan says he'll do it. He'll take it. He's in. Sight unseen, which is a dangerous process in and of itself. Before we close up this segment, I'll give both gentlemen, I, I suppose we will start with you, Mr. DeVore. As we come into a close, it, it, there's got to be a way that this gap gets bridged. What's it going to take? Plain and simple. Cross swallows his pride, admits he was wrong, admits that I'm right, apologizes on bended knee. Bended knee? And this all goes away. I'll put the strap back on Jeffrey Bravo and we go about our merry little way. And you can continue to be a UCW performer back at the bottom of the ladder, of course, where you belong. Wow. I don't think, do, do we have that? If you don't either? want to do that, then the first event that UCW has when this all clears up, when this world calms down, you've accepted the challenge. So. I'll be having the lawyers draft up the contract and send it to you for you to sign uh, very shortly. And just remember, Ethan, as I said before, this is your fault. This is your doing, not mine. And it would behoove you to not be so obtuse as to let your emotions get the better of you. Because at the end of the day, you don't have the willpower, you don't have the gumption, and you're not tough enough to beat me. Ethan Cross, your 
your response, although I'm pretty sure I know how this is going to go. My response is, is that a challenge to Mr. DeVore? At the end, he said, I won't be able to beat him. It's, mm -hmm. it's that part of the stipulation that I get to still be the UCW heavyweight champion. Mr. DeVore, you don't know what's coming your way, Ethan. So make your choice and make your bet and lie in it. Uh, folks, there you have it. Mr. DeVore, Ethan Cross, and Mr. DeVore, whether you like it or not, he is... Whew, he's holding the UCW Heavyweight Championship... I got to be careful. I'm not trying to cost myself another $150,000 here. Um, by the way, you'll be hearing from my attorneys in regards to this. Uh, it's it's a crazy scenario between the two of you, and this is coming to a head. I got to say, I'm floored, one, by – this is reprehensible, if you ask me. And two, I am impressed by the – the sheer tenacity and guts of our of of Ethan Cross. So it's going to be an interesting, wow, evolution of how this ends, folks. We're going to go to uh, a quick pause Ooh. for the cause here. When we come back, still more to come, and we're going to see if maybe we can get in touch with uh, get in touch with the doctor here, get in touch with Brian, and, and see if perhaps he has received paperwork. Um, Stick with us right here on uh, UCW Radio. We'll we'll be right back. I'm sorry, corner to corner radio. I'm all floored and tongue tied. Jeez. Mics are clear. We're good. Sorry, I forgot my mic was off. That's <laughs> awesome. Great stuff, guys. Ethan, fantastic, brother. Thank you. Thank you. I've got to, like, answer the question, but I'm great tonight. I'm great. great. I'm like, you got to put nerves around it. When you talk and talk, that's what I've got to do. And get your heads up what we're going to do. Uh, Mad Max one, the gold rush thing. Uh-huh. So, uh, probably going to do, like, uh, Jesse Bravo, and then have Mad Max come running out. I'll come out there and, and fuck with you, and, you know, you, at the end of the day, you'll course go, but we're just, I'm going to make that a whole bunch of bullshit that you got to put up with. I, uh, oh, in other words, he's taking ideas from Mike's life. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, it was there. <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, Ethan, uh, from here on out, any videos that you do, uh huh, uh, genuinely go apeshit. Okay. Just say that you've hit your breaking point. You've had enough. Don't worry about cursing or anything like that, because the guys can believe it. Okay. Cool. I, I want I want the people to see that I have done pushed you too far. Um, that way you get the, when you start beating the crap out of everybody and you caught me open, you know, if I give you a little color in return, uh, 
that you, you know, it's okay to break me open to you pop me and make me color because I pushed you a lot but because that'll protect you you can start doing some heel moves on people and you don't have to worry about the fact that you're doing heel moves face. Alright. Alright, brother, you guys stay safe. Love you guys. Alright. Right. Can you hear my TV? Is my TV too loud? It's okay. It's actually not that bad over here. I can hear it, but every once in a while it sounds like static in the background. Uh, good stuff all the way across the board. I, that was good to listen to. It's easy to produce. Awesome. Thank you, Ethan. I appreciate it, sir. Not a problem. Thank y'all. We shall turn you loose. All righty. All right. Enjoy your evening. All right. Y'all too. Later, man. Later. Take care. So, I think... I think that I- Okay, I think the $150,000 in your direction was a little bit unrealistic, considering the fact that most people know that most broadcasters don't make nearly that. So if he had said ten to fifteen or $25,000, it would have come across a little bit more realistic. That's the only drawback I have. Champ's one thing. Broadcast crew's another. Hey, what's up? What's up? Where are you going? y'all have fun it was an experience that's for sure mm-hmm. 30 seconds live what's the matter uh, nothing but just making sure we got everything loaded up we had to take a break so that we could make sure we had everything separated out what do you mean uh, just so that we Ooh. could reset and get Gotcha. Y'all ready? Yep. Okay, get out. That is. Well, the good news is, uh, my taxes are paid. Okay. Yeah. Five, four, three. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We are live. C2CRadioShow.com and BeyondRingside.com. And uh, hey, the triple threat is actually complete at this point because joining us right now, Brian Taylor. Hola. Sorry, I was drinking. <laughs> was drinking. That's, a good, that's a good idea today. If you just saw yeah. the court document I saw, I'd be drinking too. If I saw what? You haven't seen your court document? Uh. Yeah, but, you know, I don't get into all that. I mean, what I missed, by the way, I mean, was I didn't, I, was somebody on? Did I miss something? Uh, the somebody. The heavyweight champion was here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew about him. You know, you know there ain't much he doesn't do that I don't know about. The boss was here, Mr. DeVore. You know, the $150,000. Would you become independently wealthy all of a sudden? Who? Who become weapons? Is there an owl on the other end of the line? You! What are you accusing me of? $150,000. Cough it up. For what? 
<laughs> That's <laughs> what it's going to cost us, apparently, for talking to Ethan Cross. Yeah, but I did talk to him. Oh, is that right? Is that how this is played? Yeah, I mean, oh, y'all talked to him. The great maestro <laughs> at it again. Uh-huh. Look, all I know is I had a conversation with Ethan. He said that, uh, you know, he'd be coming on. I said, well, I got to file my taxes. So, uh, you know, what file can you taxes. do? Yep. File my taxes. Got to be legit with the government, especially in today's society of uh, COVID checks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> COVID checks. So, so not only is he not worried. You hear this, Rob? Not only is he not worried about 150000 he's like, ah, I just want my COVID check. Well, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. I need my COVID check. <laughs> you need something. <laughs> so, wow, though, so the boss hit y'all with big time, huh? Cease uh, and desist or what? So, it, look, I'm not an attorney. Um, I don't speak legalese all that well. But it's basically a court injunction. And for us, um, you know, you saw the video just like we did where he essentially fired the production staff. So all these photographers and videographers out of work right now, which is a crappy thing to do, to say the least. But because of our references to Ethan Cross as he, as our UCW heavyweight champion, because of the references, we are hereby ordered to cease and desist claiming that he is champion, including all platforms, all platforms, Brian, of social media. There goes my Instagram post about Ethan Cross. Sounds like you are, you're going to be paying out some duckies. (laughs) Rob, I don't think he's looked at this paper. No, no, no. It's all right. He he checks his email about as often as he checks his shorts. Brian, it's got all three of our names on it, buddy. Yeah, but again, I haven't said anything. Does that matter? Your name is on this form. Yeah, but only if I can be proven. I mean, it's just like, uh, you know, murder for hire. If the money doesn't pass hands, you know, is it really murder for hire? It's kind of like this. If I didn't post it. Well, thanks, Columbo. Really, you're just blowing us away here, Matlock. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Dirty, dirty bastard. I'm with you all on the sinking ship until I get the life broke. What, what, what? Who are you? Hey, look, all this time I told y'all, stop calling him Mr. Ethan Cross. But here's, no. Here's the, wait, <laughs> no, you you've always told us to call him Mr. Oh, Ethan Cross. We finally get on the board with you, and what happens? <laughs> All of a sudden, I, don't know, I got uh, taxes to do. I got, I got mom- <laughs> momentary amnesia. I don't know what you're talking about. You know what, Rob? Did you? No, I didn't call it. I didn't. Brian, we. Funny how somebody wasn't on the phone. About this, this stuff that was put on Facebook. Listen, y'all know my personal preference when it comes to the, uh, the champ and. Uh, that's my story, and you know, maybe maybe me and the champ talked earlier, and maybe you're loyal to the biggest wallet. <laughs> I mean, as of now, it's. I mean, the champ did give me the watch, so you know what can I say? I'm loyal to the champ. Actually, do me a favor, Brian. When you make a reference to the champ, who is the champ to whom you refer? Hey, listen, there's a cease and desist. I know better than play these little games. 
You're not going to get me mention it. But didn't he just say he didn't know about a cease and desist? Y'all so, just told me about the Now suddenly and he knows. Yeah. Y'all told me about the cease and desist. Now Brian's all knowledgeable about the cease and desist. Listen, all I know is I'm sorry that the production staff got fired. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a bad time. And that's all I got to say. It's a damn so, pandemic. So when you make a reference to the champ, are you talking about John Cena, the champ is here? You talking about Tiger Woods, Masters champion? You're talking about what? I'm still not falling for it. <laughs> the champ. That's all I'm going to say. The champ. champ. Uh, champ. Say these it. Two, these two chuckleheads, they'll tell you. Say it, Rudy Poo. the watch. And, say it. You know, sent me to Vegas a time or two. And, oh, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we can find footage and replay it. It's not like it's hard. Of what? You've practically said the guy's name on every episode. I mean, it's literally part of your, your bit. It's who you yep. are. But that was before cease and desist. So, you know. But I thought you didn't know about the cease and desist. Now, you told me about it as soon as I got on. You was whining you're about dirty. it. You're dirty. You're dirty. You're unclean, sir. And in this time of COVID-19, unclean is bad. <laughs> yep. Hey. Go wash your hands. Yeah, really. Go, go wash, wash your hands. damn hands. <laughs> and this like. Oh. <laughs> so what do you wash first, your hands or your butt? <laughs> he needs to wash his dirty mouth. That's what I think. Oh, uh, well, that's what you missed, Brian. That's uh, you know why you were Oh, no, that's what I missed. Rob, he was filing taxes. You you can't, hey, you know, you can't I gotta see be the wink right with now. The government. It's, you can't see the wink. He's filing taxes. Wink wink. Uh, actually, Stan, I do need to go ahead and let you know in a public forum such as this in front of um, where our listeners can. My attorney just got in touch with me. And due to the fact that Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio is directly responsible for its own content. And we've made that clear in production meetings and through legal terms. Um, legal- <gasps> Briefs. Oh no! Uh, Beyond Ringside Sports Radio and Court Low Media holds no responsibility whatsoever for anything that occurred during the uh, previous segment. You got to be kidding me! Uh, okay. Wow. Yeah, look at that! Everybody hops off. No, 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 no. We're with you, buddy. We're with you through thick and thin. But uh, oh, no, I'm... don't worry about look, it. Hey, I will forever defend your First Amendment right to say what you want to say. Same thing with Rob. Same thing with Brian. I'm just not going to pay the bill when you get your ass kicked financially. <laughs> My attorney's going to have words with you people. Oh, you have people. an attorney. Yeah, that's that's why you're paying the big bucks. <laughs> no attorney for Stan. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And It'll be the- all right, kid. You'll, you'll be okay. And what? for the record, no, my legal team is not Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. Oh. I think that I think honestly that might be where this came from from DeBoer. I'm not sure. No, I think that was Bingham, Bangham, and Billum. Oh, good lord! Ouch. <laughs> you know that's actually really damn funny. Though. I'll give you that. that, that. Yeah, it takes a small sure? bit of the sting out. Are you sure his accountant is not um, Irwin R. Scheister? Mm. Costs and attorney fees and. Just, uh, well, actually, I did get one little addendum that he, uh, my attorney sent in a separate email. Oh, nice. Uh, based on the situation, because I immediately sent him the, the audio from the previous segment, um, you actually have grounds to fire back a countersuit saying that the amount in question it goes above fair and reasonable norms. Way above. 
Hmm. Yeah, but it, I mean, he would then need the money for an attorney, and I don't know if he's got that. I mean, you know, this is what happens when you suck up to the boss for three years, and he, this is how you get paid back. Wait, okay, okay. So now you're turning your back on your your former benefactor. Is that is that where we stand right now? No, I'm still with the champ. I've always made it known who, who slides me the cash. And who's the Why champ? Why Mister? But when the cash is in 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 jeopardy, he won't say it. Right. I mean, you right. two right now are so, no better than it's the good enough staff. to say his name. Oh, don't lump us in with those jerks. <laughs> it's good enough to say his name. But when the the skin's in the game, he don't know. He don't want to play. Right. Uh, Actually, I do believe Brian may have actually tipped his hand because he just said he just actually said that's why I call him Mister. But I call a lot of people Mister. I call my Uh dad Mister. Yeah. Call my cat Mister. No, you you definitely don't. Your cat's a girl. (laughs) And you don't call your dad. You call your dad Mister Darth Kibius. Okay, so we've also eliminated Tyson Fury as the champ. <laughs> it's not Tyson. Okay, good. good. Hold on a second. I have to do this before I get my ass killed tomorrow. I'm sorry, Deontay. What up, brother? Oh, oh you know, he just, if he's wearing that gear, though, you can at least outrun him. True. Look, I go from zero to chicken in .3 seconds. <laughs> And Deontay knows where I live. <laughs> That's that not good. No, actually, um, me, him, JD's a uh, long time. Wow. That's a shoot. I'm all in on that. That sounds cool. Oh, boy. Uh, well, let's see if we can try to uh, make some semblance of a remainder of this show here. Um, COVID-19 strikes again. We got all kinds of cancellations. It's all going off crazy all around the world. Oh. WrestleMania is still two nights because it's too big for one night. Even with people dropping out, it's still it's still too big. It's stupid. Hey, hey, there are T-shirts saying I wasn't there. Yeah, I, I, I do think that's clever. <laughs> I want to ask. I want to ask y'all a question. I'm gonna commandeer for a hot second because. Um, on the Shooters Gallery this Tuesday night, um, 9 p.m. Eastern, and on the To Be Determined show Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to pose these questions to the balance of the family, the Beyond Ringside family of shows. Um, and I'm going just reverse order, technically speaking. I'm in, You don't have to be long form. You don't have to be ultra short form. But I ask the question, why do we need... WrestleMania right now in 2020. And matter of fact, since he has not been on the show that much in recent days, Rob, I'm going to go to you first. Why do we need WrestleMania right now? Well, I'll go two sides to it. One, I think every wrestling fan knows this time of year, it's like just, it's WrestleMania. You know, it's it's what's been going on. It's the tradition that's been going on for forever you know around this time you have wrestlemania and that's something to look forward to um you could look at the art the argument of something that is status quo something that is normal yes it's going to be altered but it's something a wrestling fan can still look forward to is seeing wrestlemania in some form on the other side 
I would say that I would personally have probably held it till all this is over and then just done one big, huge, you know, like they did after 9-11 where wrestling was the first thing to come on television, you know? Yep, Dallas, Texas. Um, it had been like, you know what? Everything can kind of return to normal, and guess what, folks? We're having a party. Bam! Come on. You know, yes, the pre-show starts at 9 a.m. And... <laughs> so does tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's my opinion. I mean, I think it's like, as a wrestling fan, regardless of what program you like right now or whatever, WrestleMania has always been the thing people look forward to. Either to laugh at it, to look at it for the spectacle that it is, for the stage that it sets, whatever. And at least one normal thing is you still get to look forward to WrestleMania. Whatever it's going to be. Brian? Hmm. Well, the bad part is Rob was a WrestleMania hog and took both sides to the story. <laughs> you can always well I mean you can always put it in your own words with your own emotion even if you have to consult the champ to do it first. Oh well the, the problem is I don't know where he got my script, but he read mine word for word. Bull crap. <laughs> bull crap. <laughs> I'm calling bull. He did. Word for word. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Word for word. You just gonna sit right, around Brian. with your thumb in your bum and just hang out and do that. Hey, that's that's why we call them Robster Doms. All right, so uh, I think they should have done a watered-down version. I don't think we need two nights. And I think they probably, for me, could have just taken the best of whatever they have left and put it on. I don't even think in a normal, everybody's healthy, let's pack the arena with fans, I want to see two days worth of WrestleMania. That would be my problem with it. Stan? You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm split on WrestleMania this year. I'm part of me is almost angry about them putting the show on because of the danger of it being done right now. Not to us. <laughs> We're not in the stands. You know, it's not going to hurt us. No but, one's going to be in the stands. But to the talent, You've got so many people, and we've seen it over this past week, that are now being pulled, at least supposedly were pulled. We won't know, of course, until it airs. But everyone from Miz to Asuka and Cesaro, well, let me go backwards. Asuka and Cesaro was rumored to be pulled. Then there's confirmation later that they actually did take part. Um, But there's still other people that have been taken out of WrestleMania, namely Roman Reigns, and uh, that... It's one half a universal title match. Now, granted, this match wasn't going to be some kind of a five-star spectacular. But, you know, it's your advertised one half of your main event kind of thing. Well, I think least... you can have a Roman Reigns match with actually act- without actually having Roman Reigns in it. Well, I mean, you, you, you can have one without John Cena physically in it because you'd never really know because you can't see him. No, nobody laughed at that, you know by what? the way. Screw you. Screw you. <laughs> That's it. I'm calling the champ. <laughs> but here's the thing. like I, that The part of me that's angry is because it, it truly does. It puts the talent at risk. Very much at risk. The, this, this virus is not a game. Like There's just too much at stake. 
Here's the other thing. In a time like this where everybody, and, and Brian, I think you mentioned it last week, everybody is cooped up. No one can go out. That's really what they're saying. Don't go. Stay home. You, you need an escape. You need something. And Vince McMahon has always, for better or for worse, been that guy that says, remember, Owen Hart fell to his death and the show still went on. Vince has always been that guy, a very old school entertainer that says the show must go on. I do respect that, and I can appreciate the fact that he's trying to deliver. But to me, I don't think that's why he's doing this. I think he's doing this because of the money, because of what he's going to lose, and he's trying to recoup whatever is possible to recoup. He's still selling this on pay-per-view. Yes. thirty nine ninety five per night in pay-per-view is the rumored price. Oh. What is yeah. he set to lose, though? I mean, like, you right. think he's losing merch sales, he's losing the yep. tickets, and he would make more if he just said, you know what, we're going to hold it later, and your tickets will be honored. Right. Uh, Rob's right. If it, it can't be the money, because he could very easily push it off and still make the money. Well, the he room- probably makes more, because if he holds it, and I've bought a ticket to WrestleMania, guess what you now have to refund? Well, also, you got to remember, Vince has got insurance in a number of different capacities on everything from the venue itself to on the talent to um, production to everything else. So this is going to be I mean, I'm not sitting back going he's going to bank on the insurance check to um, cover the damages on this. But if I can go ahead and do this, I was going to save it for Tuesday night, but I think I could I think I'd rather say it here because. Legitimately. I think we do need it. Mm hmm. In this day and age right now, on March 29th of 2020, when we're basically getting our asses handed to us in our largest television and radio market, New York, and that entire tri-state area, technically speaking, I mean, as ground zero, now the epicenter of what's going on with the Wuhan coronavirus, you've got Washington, the numbers are, start, I believe, starting to look a little bit better, California, I think we haven't seen the worst from there. Florida, same thing. Alabama, our numbers keep going up, but that's only because we're getting more tests back and we're also getting more tests in. We need something different. We need that diversion. We need some kind of stability in our lives right now. And, yes, we've lost five or six entertainers. I mean, I lost, technically, on a separate note, I lost one of my favorite country performing artists today in Joe Diffie who died from complications of the Wuhan coronavirus. And I mean, I would like, I know it's, I know it's pre-recorded. It's all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's everything was taped before Thursday at 11 PM when the official lockdown curfew went into place in both County and city. I know it's in the can, but you know something, here's something I want people to think about. If you're in my age range, anywhere between 40 and above, I'm 54. Two of the biggest television spectacles of all time were in the can, recorded. The Who Shot JR episode on Dallas and the season premiere for the following season when they started trying to figure out who shot him. Two of the highest rated shows ever. And then you had the final episode of MASH 
Mm-hmm. Yes, I know we want WrestleMania to be live. Yes, I know we want WrestleMania to be in front of 70, 80, 90,000 people. We want the lights. We want the pyro. We want that excitement of the air. But how many times have we sat in our chair, on our couch, on our bed, on our back patio, watching something on a television, computer screen, tablet, or phone, and something something big has happened, and you pop out of your chair going, Yes! You still have that same opportunity at this WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not getting paid a dime by Vince McMahon or anybody from WWE to say this. I'm just simply sitting back going, the sense of stability, the sense of normalcy that we have, even though we're not going to have the lights, the pyro, the smoke, the mirrors, all of the above. It is what we allow it to be. Have we become so spoiled as wrestling fans that we can't accept one time in our lives when we're getting our asses handed to us as a world, mm-hmm. just that one time where it has to be a little bit different. I think we can do it. Yeah, That's- but I, I, I don't think 95% of the audience would even realize it was taped. I didn't know until just now. Yeah, it's been all over the place. The majority of everything for Mania both nights is in the can. And they're a spectacular job, from what I understand, about keeping spoilers to a minimum. I think Vince has got everything on lockdown. If this gets out, everybody's fired. Well, yeah, but but again, though, I'll venture to say 95% of the the audience wouldn't know it was taped. That's fine. They wouldn't have a clue. And you know something? I'm okay with that. I mean, if you know it's taped, that's great. If you want to take, because see, I'm going to take it all organically anyway, just like I did mm-hmm. SmackDown, and the just like one of the worst SmackDown leadoffs in five years was this past weekend. Or AEW, Cody, I love you. Please, you and um, Sammy Hagar don't need to be doing commentary at the same time. I know Kenny Omega, but he's got the Sammy Hagar haircut. <laughs> I'm like, Sammy Hagar? <laughs> no, not Jake Hagar either. But no, I mean, Cody by himself doing commentary is good. Um, Omega by himself doing commentary was good. The two of them together reminded me of Sean and Hunter when DX was doing it, and they wrecked the segment. But legitimately speaking, I do think, and with everything going on with the Tiger or whatever the gimmick is that I still haven't watched yet, I don't know what it is, and I'll find out eventually. I say the same thing about WrestleMania. We need it right now to give us a little sense of stability. And for the performers who are healthy enough to do the in-ring at work, thank you. Because they're willing to put their bodies on the line in this format, just like they did at AEW, but this is WrestleMania that I'm talking about. Remember... AEW canceled the blood and guts match. I don't blame them for it. I'm just reminding everybody of it. Yeah, I mean, and and I'll point out, you know, Roman Reigns pulls out of WrestleMania not because of things that aren't explainable. It's actually very easy to explain. This is a guy that's recovering from cancer treatment and is immunocompromised. So in an effort to stay healthy and to avoid any potential risk, he pulls out of the show. It makes perfect sense. And, and honestly, I, I, I salute him for that because you've got to be able to respect yourself and respect your limitations. Um, I feel like the coolest part of WrestleMania already being in the can and already being taped is the one thing I've noticed none of. 
outside of the rumors, which you're always going to have that, there's no spoilers. Thank like, God. My biggest thing for any tape show, this is, and the guys hear me complain about it all the time, is spoilers. Now, of course, there's, well, don't read them. Okay. There's literally, unless I just don't go on social media at all or don't log into the internet anymore, it's basically everywhere. So, I don't know. For me, spoilers are always out there. And if they're out there, then it's it's a pain in the neck. But with this, with WrestleMania, at the very least, while this show could be com- a complete disaster or it could be a complete total success, we don't know yet, at least it's not going to be spoiled for us. And I happen to agree with you. We do need right now some kind of stability, some kind of normalcy that can say, hey, there's still entertainment available. There's still something to kind of escape with. But so let me ask you this, because I've brought this up before. Why couldn't you have switched May's pay-per-view with WrestleMania? You uh, could have still put on a pay-per-view. Right. It didn't necessarily have to be two nights worth of WrestleMania. Okay. Especially Re- when there were enough people counting on Reigns versus Goldberg. Okay. I understand that concept very well, and I have to look at it like this. The logistics of the entire situation, where Vince may have everybody on the on the show under contract, even if it's a 90-day deal, to make some kind of situation come to light, even if we're still at the Raymond J. Stadium, you have 70,000 people the majority of whom had already made travel arrangements, flight, rental car, hotel, whatever. And to bump that two months, those people would probably, I'd say if it's 70,000 with 35,000 of those coming in internationally and from the far reaching parts of the North American continent, you bump it two months, they may not be able to change those dates and they going to get pissed. Yeah, but they're not going to the show anyway. They've known for weeks they weren't going. I would so say- me switching the name of a pay-per-view and then changing matches, okay. right? So we could have we could have called it uh, what's the one uh, Roadblock. where, where Roadblock. they would take ground? <laughs> yes, whatever. What's the yeah. one where you can call in and pick a match? Oh, Taboo Tuesday or Cyber Sunday, whatever they call it. Cyber yeah. Sunday. We yeah. could have said Cyber Sunday. Yeah, fan I choice. I have millions of people watching around the world, and these are the list of wrestlers. These are the tag teams. These are the women. These are the singles that I have at my disposal tonight. I'll and t- for the first time ever, it is going to be truly in your hands. Because we all know the other times, you oh, know, well, they, no matter what we picked, they did, went with whatever they had. I'll right. tell you exactly on why the, they didn't do it. Well, hold on. On the spot, you make the call. We'll put them in matches. Everybody could have improvised that night, you with the exception of Ben saying you're going over. You realize that not. Oh, I'm going to be a prick about this for a hot second, but let's look the world in proper perspective. Do you realize, or maybe you don't? That the majority of the people on the main roster right now couldn't call a match in the ring if you gave them half a million dollars? Oh, well, you tout as being the best in the world. If I have indie guys in in front of 10 people who can do that, now, NXT, you should be able to do that. 
NXT should be able to do that. Oh, most of NXT can do that. Case sure. scenario, undisputed era. I'm pretty. Um, same thing with Drew McIntyre. I trust him to call it in the ring before I trust Goldberg to call it in the ring. Oh, Goldberg should be able to do it. This is easy. Wow, I almost caught, I almost did it. I almost dropped His, it. If he was able to go with uh uh oh crap, what's his name? <laughs> uh, the English guy, um, Regal. Regal. Regal, and some of the rest. You know he got to call his shots in those. No. He, of course, had a much stronger opponent. Okay, I'm going to pull back the curtain. But he can call an easy one. I'm going to pull back the curtain for a hot second. Regal probably called that match for one simple reason. Regal was the heel in that situation, and most of the time the heel is going to call most of the match. It's going to be up to a joint effort to get your ish in if that's the case point scenario. Great. But he's not wrestling Roman Reigns. So anybody else on that roster, unless you happen to get lucky and put him against Seth Rollins, which you wouldn't because they're on different brands, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So who – oh, my – you can't tell me he can't call a five-minute squash against uh, uh, the, the wolf guy, um, Baron Corbin. You can't, <laughs> the wolf you can't guy. call a five-minute squash? <laughs> I love it, the wolf guy. <laughs> he could call a five-minute squash. Here's the thing, though, and, and you're right. He could call a two-minute squash. I'm sure he probably could with, with Look, those I, guys. Look, Baron Corbin probably couldn't call his mom on a double no, That's why Goldberg would call it. Here's yeah. what we're going to do. You're going to hit me. I'm going to spear you. I'm going to jackhammer you. We're getting out the ring. Well, that's 35 <laughs> seconds right there. Well, that's all you need. That's all you need. Yes. In in that's Brian's scenario, in Brian's scenario, they did, let's just say they did backlash or whatever the F they call it, right? Yeah, whatever you call it. Yeah. You could do a 35-second universal title, but the fans are going to crap on it either way. The fans are already pissed off that Goldberg beat The Fiend. We already know this, right? And, and until The Fiend gets the belt back, you're going to see that. Okay, so most fans don't see the utter concept in play that Vince McMahon called and creative called an audible. We don't want Roman to get booed out of the arena. I, 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 hold on. Oh. Let me help you here. And I am a Roman fan. I'm going to say that first. Let me help you out here. The only First person, and foremost. The only person. <laughs> that's right. Greatest of all time. <laughs> the only person. The only person right now pulling strings in WWE, and it is made evident publicly and privately, is Vincent Kennedy McMahon Jr. Kennedy. Because mm. the only guy in the upper echelon executive status for WWE that wanted WrestleMania to stay and take place is Vince McMahon. That's why That's why Brian's idea won't happen, because then Vince would have to admit, he would have to literally take it on the chin, and probably up the rectum, that WrestleMania had to be moved and rescheduled and postponed, just like everybody else, just like the NFL, just like the NBA, all because Vince is Vince. He's yes. still got to be the smartest guy in the room. Now, that. how... Ever, what I will say is if the COVID-19 thing had turned out to be here today, gone tomorrow, Vince would have been considered a genius for holding to his guns because WrestleMania would have gone off without a hitch. Of course, it didn't happen that way. We know that, right? But he was banking on another 9-11 situation. I guarantee What the hell? Okay, who's watching Japanese porn? <laughs> <laughs> Anime just happened. 
But here's Brian's walking companies porn again. I I gonna come on. <laughs> All I'm saying Look, I he's gonna take it on the chin with WrestleMania no matter what. Because I there's so. no way that his insurance company is gonna look at him and say, you know what, you're a genius. We're just gonna shell this out. No, they're gonna say you're an idiot and you're now gonna start paying us a higher premium. And here's the other part of that, because they're going to have to pay all of these fans. All of these fans are going to get paid by these insurance companies. And these fans, keep in mind, these are fans traveling worldwide. So these fans that are paying out for plane trips, hotels, all of that, they'll get their refunds. But you know what they're going to remember? That Vince didn't save them. Insurance companies paid them out. Hotels paid them out. Airlines paid them out. But Vince didn't. And that's why That's why right now, even as a, a Roman fan, a WWE fan, whatever you want to call me, I don't care. Even as that, I can tell you that I'm most certainly disgruntled, to say the least, when it comes to the guy named Vince McMahon. And I would love still an opportunity to work in that big of a stage, but let me just tell you, you don't go that step. And and he didn't do it lightly. I'm sure of that. I'm sure he thought about it. But that's just you're smacking your fans in the face, and now you're smacking them in their wallet. Whoa, 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 whoa. If they get their money back and the airlines and the hotels and the cabs and the hookers all agree to give the refunds, if a hooker gives a refund, please tell me where that line starts. Um, then how are the fans taking it in the wallet? Because here's what's happening. These fans have been tweeting since. And these are people worldwide in Italy, in Scotland, in Australia, in China, and all these other places. What's the status of WrestleMania? This pandemic. They come anyway. But this pandemic, it spread so quickly. By the time... The decision was made, and in Florida, it was made, what, two weeks ago? Yep. Two weeks ago, Florida knew, hey, there's nothing happening. Collective canceled, Game Changer canceled, um, all of these different independent wrestling companies canceled their shows for WrestleMania weekend. WrestleCon canceled. Also, the United States put a travel ban, what, 10 days ago, 15 days ago? Longer than that. 30 days ago, so they knew they couldn't come anyway. Um, depends on where that from where they were. The UK travel, uh, let's see, the European travel ban was about a week and a half to two weeks ago. The China travel ban was um, about what three to four weeks ago. But remember, the uh, the European travel ban did not include at the onset the uh, UK and Scotland. So and take into behold- consideration stateside fans traveling from California, from Washington State, from New York State, all of these places. Fans on social media, hey, why aren't we being told what the status of WrestleMania is? You know why? Because Vince didn't want to come off that dollar, one, and he didn't want to look like a fool for rescheduling if it turned out to be, quote-unquote, a hoax. We all know it wasn't, but that's what his fear was, because okay. he's, he's a damned fool. No, he's actually very shrewd due to the simple fact that by the city and county saying no live events over two people. Notice that does, that does leave sex and first date still in play. Woo-hoo. But no live events over 10 people. That that absolves Vince from saying, 
I'm canceling this. Nope. He's going to sit back and say, nope. The county and the city both said, I can't do it. Therefore, I'm, I'm having to change my plans. And in my opinion, while some fans will see it that way, a majority of fans are looking at it like, we've been asking you for weeks, and you waited, and instead yeah. of being uh-huh. honest with us, instead of being honest, they didn't release a, a press release or anything. It's not like they said, hey, we're still thinking about it. All yeah, we got they, was they what have... that stupid st- statement was from Stephanie. No, yeah, but you have never, ever, since this whole thing went on, heard from the WWE that they were thinking about canceling it. The only thing you heard about WrestleMania from the WWE mm-hmm. is, oh, it may go to New York. New York becomes the epicenter. They stay in Florida. Mm-hmm. There's never been one report that they've been thinking about canceling. I don't even think that guy said it. Uh, actually, it's come from, from Vince's <laughs> mouth. Yeah, from Dipstick Dave and uh, um, Ron Alcatraz and some of the other minions that parrot everything those two say. Those are the ones going, rumor has it, okay, who started the rumor? Dipstick Dave and Alcatraz. Right. Vince has never said Even the rumors never linked Vince to it. It was always, oh, they may move it to Madison Square Garden. And then New York gets to be the hot spot. So they're stuck in Florida. Vince is a businessman. I am a businessman. We are all four business-oriented people. The main thing that I have to sit back, look, and you know me, I will decry Vince McMahon at the drop of a hat whenever I think he's making an extraordinarily stupid move, Baron Corbin. Um, But in this particular circumstance, by continuing to hold out a modicum of hope and being smart enough to wait to let the county and the city say no live events, it saves his ass. But it also makes get puts him in place to where he can go to the insurance companies and go, I can't hold the event. They shut me down. And the insurance company goes, well, it's in the rider that way you get paid. Your expenses get your everything that you're supposed to, your insurance amount gets covered. So I think it was extraordinarily smart to ride the wave and wait. I, I hear I, what you're saying. I, I see your point. I still think that, that it was a shady way of doing things because he could have just been up front. Now, doesn't okay. necessarily mean he could have said, hey, we're thinking about doing X, Y, and Z, but he could have just honestly said, hey, we're still trying to figure out what we're going to do. Let me ask you this question. I want all three of you on this one just for fun. What if Captain Comover in front of the coronavirus um, task force? Oh, man, not the orange. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What if Agent Orange himself, the 10 minutes after Vince McMahon says, we've got to cancel. It's my decision. I made it. We're going to cancel. 10 minutes after that, Captain Comover in the task force comes out and says, we've got a cure. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, but but here's the problem, okay? Even if the president had come out and said, we have a cure, there is no way it would have been distributed all over the world in time to pull off WrestleMania. And it's not just the U.S. You would then have to spread it all over the world, and you would have to start with the hard case patients. I started where I want to start it. No, that's that's not how it works. I'm right. a dick. You would start have with allies. The first pe- the first place that I take care of. Let's see, company to the north that hasn't run away with half our businesses. But 
but you're not the president. So he's going to take not. the hard case. Mm-hmm. He's going to take the hard case people, and then it's going to start trickling down. But you still have to have millions of units yeah. of that particular drug, I know. and it won't be produced in time. Yeah, you're the right. distribution of a vaccine, when it becomes available, it's months. still going to take months. If if we had a cure today, it's still another 30 days before we're all back in our normal spots at work. 45. In my opinion. I mean, I don't I don't know the logistics, but I, I would I'll have to agree it still weeks. takes a while. Rob, you, you've been a little quiet on this one. Where do you stand, man? Is, is, it, is Vincent at fault for not being more up front, or is this a situation where, hey, he's damned if he do, damned if he don't? Well, I mean, he's kind of the latter, you know. I mean, it's just... He is, like Brian said, he didn't make a decision because he's like, all right, WrestleMania is in April. Maybe, who knows what he was thinking. Mm-hmm. But then when the state of Florida made their decision, it took it out of his hands. It took a liability off of Vince. Because Vince is now like, you know what? Hey, I'd have had it. state of Florida told me I couldn't. You know? So if fans going after him or whatever, the liability is on the state of Florida. Yeah. Not and the mayor, not on Vince McMahon. Thank you. And so um yeah. You know, but like it, uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go no. ahead. <laughs> Dead Some, air, one of y'all go ahead. Somebody go. <laughs> you can't both sit there. <laughs> I mean if, it's, neither, if neither of you is gonna go, both of you go wash your hands. <laughs> And apparently, according to Eddie, then your butt. <laughs> it's it's a tough deal because, you know, you're you're all of you have I I you have points I completely agree with because first off, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You cancel it, like Eddie says. Hey, we got a cure. We're good. Okay, well, maybe there's a chance you still get to throw the show, right? All right. Well, now you look like a twerp that you just canceled. I hear that. I hear that. Now you got fans out there that have paid all this money, and in my opinion, just from a fan's perspective, I'm like, what a dick. He could have told me, you know, and I could have been pursuing this refund way earlier. But so, so, again, let me ask you, right? Two weeks ago, 14, 15 days, whatever it was, when the government itself come out and said social distancing, mm-hmm. we don't want crowds bigger than 100. Right. What part of you, if you're a ticket holder to WrestleMania, says, I can be one of the lucky hundred? <laughs> it's my lottery winnings. <laughs> I'm with you there. So right gotcha. then and there, <laughs> yeah. you have at least three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. You should have known. Let's go back further. The travel bans. Once the travel bans hit, you should have known you're not going to WrestleMania. Once the government says 100 people, you should have known you're not going to WrestleMania. Once the states start going on lockdown, you should have known you're not going to WrestleMania. Vince isn't at fault. The only thing Vince is at fault for, because he never said, I'm not doing WrestleMania. So you as a fan should assume that he's still going to do WrestleMania until he tells you he's not. Mm Mm-hmm is where he's going to hold it. Because, again, that was the only thing that was coming out of Vince's mouth, was where am I going to hold it? Not 
F I'm going to hold it when we've already done raw in front of an empty arena back down first. Well, SmackDown also NXT. Why do you not think he's not going to hold WrestleMania in an empty arena? He can still get the buy rates, the paper, the, the pay-per-view money, which for some ticket holders is probably going to be more. If they go the traditional uh, thirty nine ninety five, see, I would or I would drop the price. Well, or if you're smart, you'll just pay ten bucks and get WrestleMania for free because we don't pay you or we don't charge you till the end of the month. Right. Here's something that'll really, uh, really get under your skin. So Vince says, "All right, we're going to do two nights, pay per view, thirty nine ninety five per night. That's what the price point that Vince McMahon wanted." Cable providers, Cox, Xfinity, all these other providers, you want to know how much they wanted per night? Yeah, 69 bucks. Yeah, sixty nine ninety five per night. Damn. Because they want their cut. Sure. Yeah. I mean, now I again, the only thing I have about this is it's two nights and most of the matches are pure, utter nonsense to begin with. Right. You have maybe six matches that people genuinely want, W-A-N-T, want to see. Right. And, fire, and, and the Funhouse match just became one of them. Yeah. I'm intrigued by the Funhouse match, but if it's like the uh, Orton-Bray Wyatt, what was that, uh, Sister Abigail match? Was that what it was called? Yeah, the, or the uh, anything with the Hardy compound. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if it's got that kind of vibe, I think that could be cool. I'm good with that. Um, but, like, I got no interest in it, – it, it was it was funny for a while, but I, got, I really don't have an interest in Otis and Dolph Ziggler. I, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> um, I feel like Kofi already oh. got the shaft, so now we're going to be watching Kofi Kingston compete for a tag title. What, what's this going to be, like the 50th one he's going to win? Probably. I mean, I would go out on the limb, and I, I I agree with Brian. Like, the one thing Vince is on the hook for is not moving and just changing what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like saying, hey, you know what? In this uncertain time, WrestleMania is a spectacle. Let's move WrestleMania out a couple months, and we're going to give you, you know, fan favorite Friday or, you know. Right, okay. right. You look, pick them, you look. know. The four of us would have been good with that, but you know how many more thousands of people will sit back and oh man, that's a compound. He could have done something. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it goes back to damned if you do, damned if you don't. Oh, real quick, sidebar. Don't copy each other's answers. But in the <laughs> No, legitimately, I'll know if I agree I know if you're saying it just to agree with the person in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. He's talking to you, Robin Brian. <laughs> no copying. Oh, uh, thanks for coming it, from the teacher's pet. Apparently, that's right. There you go. Yeah. Why you people? <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the principal doesn't have a pet. We'll leave that at that. Ah, crap. <laughs> Not left is extraordinarily hot, rich, and naked. In that order. I'm sorry. I mean, and a well, stand up. Stand does like to run around with Monopoly money. I mean, I can, I can be naked. <laughs> and, and, and I get all the hate mail, and yes. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> Before I get all the hate mail, yes, she has to be a member of Mensa. 
Oh. What? I, I love I love intelligent women. Yeah, that's a smart chick, Rob. I, I, Why? I, 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 <laughs> he said, that's a smart chick. Sorry, I zoned look, out. I, I didn't hear the question. What's the question? <laughs> I, look, I love intelligent, articulate women. because you got to have something else to do with the other 23 hours and 45 minutes in a day. I think I'm crying. Oh, God. Okay. All right, what's your question? Open, open question, guys. Who is really the culprit slash villain in the Otis Mandy Dolph triangle? Brian. Who ultimately the villain? Yes. Who is ultimately the culprit? Mandy. Oof. Rob. What can say I say? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, let me change. No, I want, no, I want damn Otis. It. I want Otis because Otis is a dirty stalker. <laughs> Oh, okay. okay. I think, see that I think it's Mandy and Dolph because they're playing an angle against the fat guy. Okay. <laughs> so you think it's you think it's fat itis. Okay. Um <laughs> Caloriophobia. Uh Stan. Uh Sonia Deville. Damn it. Ooh. Sonia Deville has been pulling the strings. Ever since Otis and Mandy had their infatuation, Sonia's been getting more and more annoyed. And they have an opportunity here to create a feud for the women's division, which they desperately need. Yep. That is you what, know, that's what I've been saying from square one. Case point scenario, it takes me back to the situation where Kevin Nash got a mysterious text from Hunter, and it turned out to be John Laurinaitis. Apparently, there was a communique involved between um, with Dolph, so I'm thinking that it's Sonya Deville. The only other person that I will give this one to is... Tucker. Oh, that's mm. a twist. I didn't see. I won't see that coming. If that happens, I'll be like, damn. <laughs> so partners going bad. I don't think it's Dolph. I, I I think he was just riding the wave. He got the message. Da 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 da. I don't think it's Mandy because she continues to defend Otis, even though Otis was a no show. Otis had no balls. Well, what if it's oh. Bobby Roode and he wants his Ziggler back? Marbles. You have no marbles. Sorry. Thank you, Major League Two Tanaka. <laughs> hmm? He said, well, "Did you ever about yama, that?" Yama, yama, yama. <laughs> Rude wants his Ziggler back. <laughs> Rude wants his Ziggler back. Now, what is kind of cool about this is, so there was an interview with Mandy, mm-hmm. and she stated that her and Otis have had this like little, uh, not really storyline, but it's with this kind of banner back and forth. Yeah, that they do has been going on since like they were in NXT together. So it's it's actually kind of cool that somebody must have seen that and said, "Hey, let's turn that into an actual storyline and see where it goes." I think it's either Sonya Deville or Tucker. Sonya Deville because she wants Mandy to get her um get focused back to the situation and she, she um Man- Sonya thinks Mandy is too good for t- um Otis or I think it's Tucker because he wants to get the team back on track to win the tag team championships. Otis is a dirty stalker. <laughs> Otis just has no balls. He arrived at the restaurant. He he arrived at the restaurant, flowers in hand. He could have walked right on up to the. I'm sorry, I would have. I'd have walked on up to the table. Mandy, great to see you, darling. Here, these are for you. Dolph, peace, buddy. Uh, Mandy and I are supposed to be uh, having dinner. You got to go. Y'all are brutal. Rob says Otis is fat. Brian calls him a dirty stalker. Eddie says he's got no balls. The poor guy got stood up. He got got pawned away. 
I just missed the days of an actual restaurant or bar. Yeah, it did kind of reek of the. Although you know, <laughs> I've been going back through and watching older shows. Like, there's a. Do you remember the date between Trish Stratus and Viscera? No. Mm-mm. All right, I'm this is back in 2005. Out. Remember, so Rick Flair got knocked out because he he was hoping Baby Doll was at the door. <laughs> yeah, it, it was supposed to be Precious, and it turned out to be Ronnie Garvin dresses Miss Atlanta Lively. Oh, there you go. Oh wow. Okay. Boom. Uh, I do. I I do remember that one because uh, I was a good segment. Yeah, but we were talking about trash can segments. I didn't know we were talking about good segments. That's oh, okay. Well, crap. Have you seen it's a bad segment? Roll on with. It. Well, Dan's I'm... the one thinking about Viscera on a date. Damn. Yeah, I intentionally took that out of the archive. I have no recollection of that ever occurring. <laughs> um, kind of like I'm trying to do with the uh, Bailey and Sasha, se- or yeah, Sasha segment leading off SmackDown in one of the worst show opens in the last five years. That doesn't include Triple H taking a three-letter word making a five-syllable five word out of it. Oh, snap. So somebody else believes or doesn't believe in Bailey much like me, huh? Bailey should be a baby face because I'm sick and tired of emo Bailey trying to be bitchy. A poor poor man's Tessa Blanchard. Okay. And then look the whole Sasha Banks does not need to be baby face. She needs to be the go back to the NXT cut to the quick bitch heel. Because I'm sorry, boss time should not be a babyface pop. Boss time should be, oh, hell, here she comes. Who's she going to screw out of something this week? You better tell that to Michael Cole, because it's boss time. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. And by the way, Michael Cole, actually, a lot of us do feel that you're better than Hunter really kind of played you off the night that he came into color commentary. We, we, We have faith in you. So who's Bailey wrestling at Mania? So it's Five a, pack challenge. Yeah. Oh my goodness! One of those. Yeah. So this is going to be the turn for one of them. Probably Sasha. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, then it's going to have to be a double turn. Yeah, I agree. It'll have to be double. Because if, uh, well, no. I don't. I don't think you can redeem Bailey in a double turn right this moment. She Who does need you, to go back to face. I do agree. Yeah, yeah, but it all depends on how Sasha responds. Like, so if she were to pin Bailey and then hop up and start acting the fool, mm-hmm. then the crowd will switch to Bailey because Bailey. Yeah. Everybody loves Bailey. Right. You see what I'm saying? So you could you could pull it off, and then just you know have Bailey go back to being a good guy and Sasha just over-the-top bad guy for her the rest of her career, and I think we're good. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, again, I, I don't see how Sasha can be a good guy, a face. I, I, she and doesn't ba- strike me as a face. And Bailey just does not sell negative emotion that a heel is supposed to elicit from a crowd. Yeah, I think it's safe to say the experiment of heel turn Bailey has gone bad. Hashtag never waste a heel turn. Like I wanted to see it. I was I was like, yes, let's do this. Go all in. And then like as as weeks progress, I'm just like, man, well, yeah, yeah. Well, she's not really that good as a bad guy. She <clears throat> went all in. Well, it seemed like she was, and then 
like when she was like, I'm better than all you bitches. Like she was, I was like, okay, all right, we can go this direction. And I was kind of behind it then. And then now with, honestly, with Sasha with her, it just, it buries her. Like it, it just, del- you don't pay any attention to it. It dilutes the message. Gentlemen, quick question. Bailey, Banks, Evans, Tamina, Naomi. Who do you want to win the fatal five-way elimination match? Rob? Evans. Brian? Evans. Stan? Damn. Evans. Tamina. I want Tamina to finally get her due. She has been there. She has busted her butt. She's done things the right way, and she has still never gotten the rocket. I think this is a perfect chance because if, realistically speaking, you can have Banks screw um, Bailey or the other way around, you can put those two in a program against each other. That goes through SummerSlam. So allow me to hit you with a phrase I simply love. What? Just because you can be champ doesn't mean you should be champ. And I, there, there is, if you put that title on her, there's nothing to motivate me to watch any title match with her in it. Stan, look at the screen. Looking at the screen, sir. <laughs> are, you, are you seeing this? I don't see anything, sir. I mean, okay. I, I did you send me a message? Because I don't see one. No, look at the top banner. Uh, Tell yeah, you what. I feel like a dipstick just now. Say what? I said I feel like a, a dipstick right now. It is 20 minutes after the hour here on Sunday no. evening. That's not what I was going after. Tell you what, here we go. (laughs) Clearly, I'm I'm lost. (laughs) I don't mind a minute. Brian, what's your time constraint? Uh, I'm on night shift now for the foreseeable future, and I'll go back to work that Wednesday. So if y'all want to go into Tuesday, let's roll. Rob, what's your (laughs) timeline? He said Tuesday. Damn. Uh, 20 more minutes, I guess. Okay. Stan, I know you're good too, right? Yeah, I can do 20. Here's what we're going to do. It is 21 after 10 on the, the Eastern time zone, 21 after 9 in the Central time zone. Everybody else is on their own. Let's take a two-minute break. Stan, take us to break. With that, we're going to come back here in just a couple of moments here as we continue our discussion on WrestleMania 36 and all points in between. Stick with us right here at Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio, C2CRadioShow.com, and BeyondRingside.com. We'll be right back. Mics are clear. We're good. Obviously, he was calling me then because that was Corey Nechamkin calling in. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I, I didn't know if it would show up on your banner that somebody was trying to call in. Uh, Smart Rage was trying to call in. Holy crap. Well, I mean, if he wants to come on, are you guys cool with him coming on and talking or no? No. No? Okay. <laughs> We're uh, no longer taking incoming calls. <laughs> <laughs> the number of reads doesn't give a fuck. Um, there you go. Uh, I wasn't, well, see, I couldn't patch him in because answering this call will put your current call on hold. But you know, like I said, I thought maybe y'all could see the fact that somebody was trying to call in. 
No, mm-hmm. I, I, you're sitting there saying, look at the banner. I'm like, I don't see nothing. Um, yeah, so he must have been trying you directly, I guess. I think he likely. was. He's, I mean, he's got the old studio. I mean, this the studio numbers never changed, 205-316-9900. You know, it took me a minute to remember that because I never he call would, it. He would have to be doing that because, I mean, C2C, we stay running throughout everything. That's just what, what the yeah. stream does. So, yeah. Because he would have texted me, and I ain't got nothing. Okay. Uh, I'm sure, you know, if he decides to, he'll send a message. <laughs> yeah, I got to be good because my new shift, my supervisor can be a little difficult. Okay, 30 seconds live. <laughs> a little? A little? <laughs> oh boy okay hang tight switching headsets we're back in 15 seconds live yeah he's trying to call again <clears throat> the number of your each doesn't care <laughs> <laughs> wow da, 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 da. all circuits are ignoring your call <clears throat> he's calling the studio right. back alive in five wow. four three Hey, we're back right here on Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio, C2C Radio Show.com, BeyondRingside.com as well. Came back from our break here, and we're, we're just kind of rolling through, looking at some of the pieces of WrestleMania 36. I will point out on a side note, a completely unrelated side note, um, Matt Hardy and Chris Jericho was comedy gold on AEW Dynamite on Wednesday during their main event segment. Vanguard was funnier. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. These <laughs> and, and Jericho has since, Vanguard. yeah, and Jericho has since cut a promo on uh, a Roomba, <laughs> which was actually really funny. Also, that was, I have to see that. Oh, he calls it a son of a bitch and tells it not to walk away from him. <laughs> it's like okay, man. He's taking it a little personal. Um, I want to say that when it comes to WrestleMania 36, I think the the things that I want to see, I want to see Edge and Randy Orton. Um, I want to see Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn. That match could be awesome. Um, I mean, I I don't really care about Brock and Drew, only because I mean, to me, it should be a no brainer. But who knows? They could still just go. You know what? Screw it. We're gonna keep it on Brock. But I don't know. I I just I I have an interest in some, but it just you know I think it was uh, Scott Rogers, a friend of the show, said that it just didn't feel like WrestleMania. Does it? It, it does. just doesn't feel like WrestleMania this year to me, and it's probably because of everything that's happening. But you know, and Christmas hasn't felt like Christmas in twenty years, but I still celebrate it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. I, I can't argue with that. It is still Christmas. <laughs> I mean, so do you honestly really bothered by the fact it's not in front of a crowd? No, no. no. It just okay, doesn't so feel the, the same. The only at all. thing you're missing would be fancy power. Rob, we didn't hear you on that one. What? The question Brian just asked. Oh, I mean, I agree. Like the only thing you're missing is the crowd reaction and the the event, the venue. Yeah, oh my God, how stupid can you be? 
Isn't there a travel ban right now uh, to the UK? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So why in the world would the WWE put out Drew McIntyre trains in the Scottish Highlands for a showdown against Brock Lesnar if we know there's a travel ban? Knowing his lower leg strength, I wouldn't put it past him to paddle boat back across. Well, it's it's a That's promo dumb. that I shows win. him training. We don't know how long. Um, we don't know how long that has been in the can, but it's being advertised as Drew Mc, Drew Correct. McIntyre went to Scotland to train for his upcoming bout against Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 36. So who knows how long it's been in the can, but the timing of it oh, is, is quite yeah, suspicious. I'm sure it's, I'm sure they've had it for a while, or it's taped somewhere in the U.S. or Canada, you know, wherever. Right. It's in Tennessee. But <laughs> That's really? Awesome. That would be great. I mean, you're, 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 I this like is it. why one production staff just got fired. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> if you're foolish enough to make that mistake, you shouldn't be doing social media anymore. Wow. Again, somebody's going to look at it and be like, well, I guess Drew's not showing up because he's in the UK. He, he's been, he can't get in. He can't get in now. Let me in. And once he gets in, can he get out? No, paddle boat. So then as, as a company, if people start flooding, oh, is this real? Is Drew in the UK? Can he get over here? You're going to have to put a retraction out. Uh, he'll get over here. All he has to do is say one word. Skipper! <laughs> In uh, international news today, WWE performer Drew McIntyre was arrested after Claymore kicking people in customs attempting to board a plane. McIntyre lost it on a three-hour Okay, let's run them real quick while we got a couple minutes. Let's run them. Edge, Randy Orton, last man standing. Hashtag... Who you got? Stan. Edge. Rob. Edge. Brian. So Edge made it? Supposedly Edge is still on the card. Okay. As of now. Man, I'd love to say Edge, but I think it'll be Orton. I think the feud will continue into the summer. If the feud continues into the summer, that means Orton's going over. I don't think Edge goes over and the feud really continues into the summer because this will be. There's no way they can genuinely pop a continuance on here. Oh, that's why I'm saying Orton. Okay. So that it'll continue into the summer. I think the fans right now need need that feel good moment. So I'm saying Edge. Um, Firefly Funhouse match John Cena versus The Fiend. Rob. The Fiend. Brian. The Fiend. Yeah, The Fiend. Stan? Definitely The Fiend. That man. Right. Hurt and heel, baby. Hurt and heel. The Undertaker versus AJ Styles. Brian. Oh, my God. This is so stupid. Uh, I I mean, I think it's got to be The Undertaker. Stan? I actually think it's going to be the return of The Biker Taker. And then I'm actually going to say that AJ wins. You've been listening to Busted Open. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, Rob. AARP. No. 
No, because the American badass was what uh, Mark uh, was what Lagreca and Mark Henry were talking about yesterday. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, yeah. I'm gonna say Taker. I got Taker for sentimental reasons, and that's the only. Re- J- uh, AJ does not need the win. Taker, of course, you know it's it's. And I still blame I still blame everybody the fact that Lesnar went over Undertaker in New Orleans. That just it could have been any other place, but within five miles of my front door, I would have rather seen that match happen in Los Angeles rather than the Superdome. By the way, congratulations to uh, New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton and his wife for both uh, apparently coming through the uh, coronavirus scare and getting healthy again. Congratulations! Oh wow! Oh wow! Um, now, what is going on with the Universal Title match? Who is Goldberg facing? So, here is the latest rumored opponent. The rumored opponent is Braun Strowman. Okay, then we'll take it at that. Goldberg versus Braun Strowman. Stan. Goldberg. Rob. Braun. (laughs) He sounded excited. (laughs) I know. Braun. (laughs) Brian? Uh, Goldberg, because I think they're still banking on Reigns versus Goldberg. Probably at SummerSlam, I'd guess. Mm-hmm. I think that Strowman's in a position where it won't hurt him that much, and I think there's going to have to be outside interference, because I think one spear from Goldberg is not going to be enough to fell the giant redwood known as Braun Strowman, but I think Goldberg retains just to piss everybody off. Um, if everybody is there and Drew McIntyre managed to get back from the UK where, or where we're training, <laughs> Chattanooga, Claymore kicking everyone on his way. Well, no, it probably could have been Toronto or, you know, um, what's the other major city where they do a lot of television and movies? Vancouver. Not, that's it. Yeah. Vancouver, BC, Vancouver, Boston, California. Um, thank you, Luke. Uh, Matthew Perry, Studio 60 from years ago. So let's go. Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre, I believe. Rob, you're up first. Drew McIntyre. Brian. The chosen one finally gets his due. Stan? Uh, yeah. I, I, I've, I'm i going to say Drew, but my fear is that they're going to turn us and do Brock because it's them. Um, I think... I think that McIntyre gets it because once again, this is one of those cases where for the most part you need that feel good moment and everybody's going to sit back and go. Are you, are you kidding me? This is just Vincent Kennedy McMahon being like, I told you so. I told you 15 years ago, he's a chosen one to which I'll just simply sit back and say, (laughs) I hope he does that to close the show. I told you! I told you! <laughs> Everybody's like, what the hell? What happened to this guy? Man, it's insane! The board goes, he's finally lost it. <laughs> well, yeah, like, you could my chance. You could have done that. You could have had him, like, Drew win and then show Gorilla, and Vince is jumping up and down, hugging people. I told you! I told you! <laughs> and then had Hunter just put his head in his hand and shake it. Like, oh, no. <laughs> Vince has uh, finally lost it. He's he's no longer believing that it's a work. Um, <laughs> he's sewing over the moon for Drew McIntyre. All right, Matt. <laughs> <Yeah>. See <laughs> him uh, and Shade pulling him away from the booth. <laughs> Stan. 
You have to remember something. No matter what you might think, and you found this out earlier tonight, mm. the boss is still the boss. Yeah. 150,000 reasons why he is, apparently. Ain't that right, Ethan Cross is still the champion. Ooh, yeah, I mean, God, Rob, Rob. <laughs> and that's, that's why you two are going to get it. Damn it. <sighs> is it like, it was like, Ethan Cross, Ethan Cross, Ethan Cross. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian, for all intent and purposes, is Ethan Cross legitimately recognized as the UCW champion? It depends on who you talk to. I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it depends on who you talk to. I mean, I can't speak for me. I have to tell you what the fans and apparently the boss and everybody else, you know. Some people say yes and some people say no. He really has mastered the Bobby Heenan attitude, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm not falling for it. I'm not falling for it. You're not gonna get me, Kabuki man. Yeah. Well, well, so he... what's next on the WrestleMania? <laughs> let's, let's move this along. The answer. <laughs> NXT Women's Champion Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair and Brian. You're Ooh, up. I, I I think it'll be Rhea. Stan, be a huge mistake if it's not Rhea Ripley. Rob, I think it's going to be Charlotte. I hope it's Rhea Ripley. I think it's going to be Rhea, and I hope it's not Charlotte. I love Charlotte to death. I think she is a dynamite in-ring performer. But on the grandest stage of them all, you don't have to win them all. Just ask The Undertaker. Well, see, that goes back to your thing earlier. Like, if Tamina wins the title like you won, she comes out on SmackDown, and Charlotte comes out going, guess what? And beats her on SmackDown. No, because I think they can stretch the Ripley Flair storyline out for a little while longer and use uh, um, use this as a continuation. Let it be a disqualification or something like that. Don't let Rhea completely go over clean. And then from there, when you if you put the belt on Tamina in the women's five way, you can actually have Tamina go major heel, the strong silent heel. And then face off against either Lacey Evans or Naomi while Bailey and Banks have their own six-month program. Or you can have Tamina as a more babyface character and turn Lacey Evans back bitch heel like she's supposed to be. All right, let's let's hold that for the five-way. <laughs> we already did that. Whoa. No, not the five-way. Not, yeah. during, not during this one. Huh? Did we? Yeah, we no, did. We did. We did. I didn't, we, that was before we started this. He, that we was his first thing he asked. <laughs> oh, he didn't know that was messing around. Yeah, I didn't know we were serious about oh, it. Oh, no, no, you're going to change I want to change my pick. <laughs> it's Brian. He changes the rules as he goes along. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the show can, Brian. Can I, can, can, since we're being honest here, since I know we're playing the right game now, what what if Nia Jax were to come back? I would throw up. <laughs> wow. But okay. And just for asking that question, you're the town dumbass. I mean, is it about time she comes back? Supposedly she's cleared to come back. Uh, supposedly she's on Raw. So you were gonna? Somebody was gonna have Charlotte show up against Tamina. Charlotte's Raw. I never said that. 
I'm not saying you did. I'm just saying somebody did. I thought no. Charlotte's been smacked down ever since the uh, Fox takeover. Thank Charlotte you. needs to get smacked down. Uh, are you sure? I think Charlotte's been smacked down ever since Fox. No, Charlotte's yeah, been on Raw. Yeah, she was on Raw Becky as a draft. Raw. Yeah. yeah. It was a dumb now, move, but you want, yeah, you want to play that? You want to play that dumbass comment? Oh. <laughs> okay. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I don't have to because I am the smartest man alive. <laughs> 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 All right. What's next? Who's next? What, what match is next? I don't know. Let me go down and take a look. Oh, wait a minute, Brian. I see your name on a piece of paper here. You just made the list. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Becky okay, and Shayna. Then let's do it for real this time. It's the SmackDown Women's Championship in a little highway. It's Bailey and Frank and Lacey and Tamina and Naomi and and and. Well, Why is no. comic book guy reading off the card. <laughs> I was actually about to say because nobody really gives a damn about Dana Brooke because I'm sure she's a nice person. But I just she was cannon fodder in this match, in my opinion. I am still hoping. I know it's not going to be, but I'm still going to make my official pick as Tamina Snuka. Okay. Um, All right, so I'm picking Lacey Evans. Okay, you're picking Lacey. (laughs) Rob? Lacey. And right now, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Rob again. Uh, I'm going to say Sasha this time. I mean, Brian got to pick again. I can pick again. <laughs> okay, yeah, but I ultimately picked the same person I picked the first time. Yeah. Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins. Ooh, Kevin Owens. Oh, I, I didn't call a name. I'm sorry. I just blanked out. Um, once again, I'm the smartest man alive. Um, let's see, where was I? Top of the batting order this time through. Stan. Uh, you know, I'm going to say Owens because... Uh, Seth only has one guy at his back now. Buddy didn't make the show, and neither did Razor because he got his arm hurt. So, yeah, I think it's Owens. Mm. Rob? Uh, Kevin Owens. Brian? I think against limited numbers, it'll be Kevin Owens. Okay, I don't know the status of the Raw Tag Team Champions. WWE.com has it listed as the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel. Andrade yeah. is out due to rib injury? Uh, yeah. And they're supposed to be bringing somebody from NXT up. In that case, I will just simply go around the horn and say, Rob? Yes. Who you got? Um, Street Profits. Brian? Profits. Stan? Uh, yeah, Street Profits. Unless it's the Undisputed Era, then I'm going Undisputed Era. Ooh. All right. Yeah, that'd be a good one, but I don't think mm. they, I, I don't even think they would take the belts off the street profits this soon for the, for even UE. I mean, you, yeah, UE. Alistair Black, Bobby Lashley. This match will take place allegedly. Brian Black, Stan uh, Black. Hopefully within five seconds. Damn, <laughs> Rob Alistair. Clean sweep. Um, in the match that people only want to see one of these two people involved, Elias and Baron Corbin, I refuse to refer to him in the title of royalty. I'm sorry. Um, so let me see. I don't remember. Did I, Rob, did I go to you first before I went? Um, who went first last time? Rob did. Okay. Brian. 
I know what I want, and I'm pretty sure I know what the WWE is going to give me. So I, I think Elias. Stan? Yeah, Elias. Rob? Baron Corbin. <clears throat> and that's what I'm afraid of. That's what that's I'm afraid why of. I, I don't want to see it, but I figure like, they got the king gimmick on him. They can't keep punking him out. I mean, they did throw Elias off of a scaffold. Yeah, but unfortunately, they haven't thrown Corbin off the World Trade Center yet. Jesus. <laughs> but they doused him in dog food. That was close. Somebody should have released the hounds on him. <laughs> that would have been actually really funny. That would have been A bunch of dogs, like, parade around the ring and chasing him. That would have been funny. <laughs> um, no, no. Now, is Sami Zayn Daniel Bryan still supposed to take place? Yes. Okay. Um, Stan. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Rob. Daniel Bryan. Bryan. Uh, Sami Zayn. I got Sami Zayn on this one also. Daniel Bryan does not need the win. He is incredibly over regardless, and they can build a continuation on this storyline all the way through SummerSlam. Um, We don't know the overall situation with the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match at this point. Uh, Miz is supposedly out. I don't know how that's going to affect Morrison. Usos are still supposedly involved, and isn't Big E out of this one? Uh, No, Big E, as of right now, is supposedly still on the card. Okay, so the um, it's... Would they? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they would do this. So there's a rumor going around that instead of uh, Miz and Morrison defending, it's going to be the Usos and the New Day in a ladder match for a title shot. It's a little overrated for a ladder a title ladder match. You know what I mean? A little in overrated for a title also, shot. Yeah. Yeah. Contract suspended above the ring. You know, like Money in the Bank used to be. It should be one match, not a whole damn pay-per-view, but by the same token, with NXT being involved now, they could actually make it a whole damn pay-per-view because there's three brands involved. Um, So let's go ahead and go Uso's New Day for lack of having something better. And once again, I'm reading WWE's website right now, and it still says Miz and Morrison versus the Uso's versus the New Day. In other words, the production people running the website should be fired for not keeping it caught up. Everybody's getting fired, man. That's so weird. Only production. Only production. Poor production people. Websites production. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if you screw up that bad. However, with (laughs) The Miz, I could see them throwing the swerve. Oh, he's not there. Only to have Miz and Morrison run out at the very end and make the pin. If it's a ladder match, then there's no pin involved. Well, Well, I understand that, but yeah. The the latter match is pure speculation. Right. Morrison could be in there by himself, only to have the Miz run out at the very end too. So the going story right now on the Miz is that he showed up for the tapings and showed up sick, and apparently this did not sit well with the locker room, and he no. was essentially booted from the taping. So he showed he up, booted. but he showed up sick. We've just gotten an email from the anonymous Raw general manager. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> now, uh, I mean, I would think that they would be under strict instruction not to show up. Unless when they showed up at the arena, they did a uh, they checked his temperature 
And that's how they found out. Well, that's what that's what Stephanie has gone on record saying that everybody is getting essentially a physical before they go to perform. Right. So, so maybe he didn't know, but right. I well, mean, I don't I don't see him showing up actually sick, sick, knowing right. he's sick. Not so. unless it's a legitimate case of the flu or something similar to that. Because I'm going to do this. I'm just going to lay this one out there. I went to coronavirus.gov website and I went through their symptom checker. And if you check one symptom, even if you've been in no contact with anybody else, they're going to tell you to get tested. Mm -hmm. That website in my book is also partially responsible for some of the panic that is going around. I got a hangnail. I may have Corona according to the website. No, I think it's got news media, but well, yeah, yeah, especially depending on what channel you turn on. Jeez, oh, flip. Right. Any of them, I think. You're uh, not wrong. It just it just varies from direction to direction. I mean, they're all like everyone in the media right now. Doesn't matter what side. I was listening to a talk radio station earlier today while I was out running with um after I'd wrapped up one thing and was running with DoorDash for a few minutes. They had they carried part of the um, Trump press conference from today. Now. I want everybody who is a business owner to listen closely. I don't know how soon this is going to be enacted, but Captain Comover himself, Agent Orange himself, actually said, we are going to reinstitute deductions that can be made by businesses for the purpose of entertainment and carrying people out to dinner. This is something that got knocked out from under us last year during the Trump tax cuts. So guess what? They're trying to encourage business to get involved because if you're, I mean, granted, right now, you can't necessarily use stakeout if that company exists in your neck of the woods as a tax write-off. Just like I can't, I can't deduce taco, I can't deduct Taco Bell. But once businesses start getting opened again Mm -hmm. and we get some of this behind us to where it can be safe, if I have a bride and groom to whom I'm speaking about DJing their wedding and reception and I want to take them to or they want to take me to Texas Day Brazil. God, I miss that place. I really do. And unfortunately, I missed the VIP card this year and hopefully they'll hold it over. But last um, last year, we couldn't write that off. This year, as of effectively, as soon as I get this kicked over in the internal revenue system, we can start writing that off again. So guess what? There's a new way. They're bringing back ways that they can help try to get people out and about once this starts to clear up. So props on that. So it, I still don't know what the hell we're going to do about the um, the ladder match. So if we're just going to go ahead and call it Uso's New Day in a ladder match for a um, contract opportunity, I'll say Brian. Uh, that's a tough one. Uh, I think you, Uso's. Rob? Uso's. Stan. Yeah, I would say Usos. I'm going to wait till Tuesday on the Shooters Gallery. Okay, which <laughs> match? Pick one match out of the ones that we've discussed, and that's everything that's on WWE.com. Which match genuinely has to deliver? And you can't say all of them. Pick one. Rob. Charlotte Ripley. Mm-hmm. Brian. But, so they're stretching just that across two nights. That's the only confirmed matches that I oh, that we've got. Shit. Uh, I so the one that has to deliver. In um, did we do Becky Shayna? No, we, did we didn't. Not. I'm sorry, that's my fault. We did not. Whew. 
Yeah, it was their five match. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's the match that has to perform? No, 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 no. No, no, it gives me a second to think. <laughs> okay. Uh, Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch, Shayna Baszler. Brian. Uh, I say Shayna. Stan. Shayna. Rob. Becky. I got Becky. I'll take that one any day of the week. All right. Now, Brian, heat's on. What match has to deliver? I, I think it's got to be Drew and uh, Brock. Rob. Oh, um, hey, I'll pick another one. Um, you can pick the same one. I'm going to give you a What? Furby Shibbets. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say The Undertaker and AJ. Ooh. What? Okay. I was, no, I was doing... I was doing the I was doing the what for Stan doing what a little while ago, but of course since he just did the other one. Okay. Okay. And go ahead, Rob, say it again, please. Undertaker and AJ. Stan. Mm. Um. For the two guys involved, I think it's got to be Edge and Orton. Both of those guys are holding themselves to a very high standard right now. They're delivering top quality work in a very challenging time. Um, just pick a match. Yeah, Edge Norton. Um, I was going to save this for Tuesday, but I'll do it here. I believe the Fire Pop, the Funhouse match has to deliver. Right now, you've got Bray Wyatt with all eyes on him because everybody is expecting him to get screwed over in, the, in this interaction with Cena. I watched message board after message board, and everybody's going, oh, man, they'll do what they didn't think years ago, regardless of how over he is. So it's like everybody's thinking John Cena's going to go over for the most part. I believe John Cena, the pressure is on him to perform. We know what Bray Wyatt can do. Bray Wyatt can make a broomstick look like a five and three quarter star match. Don't even give me the dipstick Dave reference here. There's no such thing. Six stars. Do you mean to call Devore back? (laughs) Six stars. I'll call Devore back just for fun. (laughs) He's costing me money. He's costing you money, dude. Tag team Um, of the decade. The Young Bucks. You're so fired. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he he crowned him. But by the same token, I'll sit back and say this. Cena has a part-timer now. He is what he accused The Rock of being back during once-in-a-lifetime best two out of three. So now, can John Cena surpass what The Rock did in his match with John Cena. The pressure is on this match to show that John Cena can afford to be a part-timer because he's going to have to do more than his usual five moves of doom shtick. I'm out the way. Y'all go. Wait, I fell asleep. I'm sorry. Last call! Yeah, what it comes down to with everything that we've been seeing for WrestleMania, for everything that's been happening, there's a lot of different rumors and speculation going on. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Of course, this week is kind of autopilot because it's the go-home for next weekend's WrestleMania two-night crap stravaganza. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully something is... Deliver it in a good, solid way, and we can at least talk about it in a favorable way. But if not, hey, we've always got the Dark Order, and we've always got Matt Hardy. Brian, final thoughts? Oh, no, 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 I don't have none. Okay. I'll save my final thoughts for 
after WrestleMania. Oh, I'll just let it build till great, then. Great, great. Oh, that's, that's always that's always healthy, Brian. It's, it's letting it build up. Rob, final thoughts. <laughs> uh, just keep your heads up. We'll get through this. Do your part, and you know, follow the rules and yep. enjoy whatever wrestling you can see this week, whatever it shall be. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't believe whatever comes out of Brian's mouth. <laughs> Eddie, hey, don't don't hate me because y'all are paying. Oh, you're paying. Edward, um, short version. Once again, folks, please remember: Raw is canned. I mean, it's it's in the t- it's in the books. It's already on, it's already on digital. Um, SmackDown, NXT, they're all filmed. And Mania is going to be more or less a little bit alive with a whole lot of tape. Don't be that spoiled pain in the ass that cannot accept that during these trying times, appreciate what's being given by the in-ring talent rather than decry what the dumbasses in creative and the front office might be doing. Or you may also get fined $150,000 for no reason whatsoever. Son of a... Then production, get your shit together. Jeez. You're all getting fired. <laughs> there is one ser- There's one other side note that I want to throw out there before I do shameless plugs for the station on my side of the board. I made a reference to it. Folks, once again, I'll bring this one back. If you are healthy and you are able, find your local Red Cross. Check in with like Life Mobile, Blood Mobile, and some of these others. And please consider donating blood. Also, during these times, this one hits near and dear because you know, you never know when it can happen. If you, I know a lot of us get tired of seeing people on the side of the road because most of those people panhandle more money than a lot of us make in a week or two. But there are legitimate issues right now with a number of the homeless shelters. People who are homeless, out of work, down on their luck, they didn't ask for this either. So if you have a couple extra dollars or if you're tired of hoarding 500 rolls of toilet paper and have an extra can or two of green beans or something like that. Think about your local food bank. Think about your local homeless shelter. This is a time where, look, I joke about different things about Captain Comb over Agent Orange, da 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 da. But right now, politics be damned. Let's come through this together. Even if we have to be 60 or okay. Stanley? Yeah, when it comes down to it, we got to do what we can do to uh, get through all of this craziness. Brian, what are you doing, dude? Uh, I'm lowering the blinds. <laughs> we can tell. Um, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Stay safe. Like Rob was saying, like Eddie was alluding to, if you can give blood, if you're healthy, please do so. If you're able to help out somebody right now, this is the times where people do have to pull together. And uh, remember that we're human. We need to stick together and get through this. Nobody is uh, free of all of this as it stands right now. Everybody is possibly at risk. So let's be careful. Let's do what we can. Stick to social distancing where you can and be safe. Uh, You can catch up with uh, the show here. Rob is uh, at RDHUWP on Instagram. Uh, Brian is at STRCP21 on Twitter. And I am on 
Twitter at STR. Excuse me, that's not me. That's Brian. <laughs> at Stan Grub on Twitter. Uh, Stan Grub on Facebook. Uh, the show is at C2C Radio Show for Twitter. It's Quarter to Corner Show on Facebook. C2C Radio Show.com. And we'll turn it over to Eddie. At Beyond Ringside, Twitter, Facebook.com, Beyond Ringside Live, BeyondRingside.com. Thank you to everybody who's been looking for the side radio channel on TuneIn, as well as a number of different apps that are out there. Corner to Corner Live or on the replay side, we all genuinely appreciate it. And before I go any further, Rob, Brian, Stan, thank you all for putting up with me. I humbly appreciate it. Hey, we we love you, man. You are a part of the crew, part of the family. Um, and check out the website, though, real quick. For some pro wrestling crates, and we love you, Eddie. Stan was going to get all long-winded, and I know some of us got to go to bed because we're old. Just you, buddy. But we we love you. <laughs> <laughs> then we can do it the old-fashioned way. For Stan. Um. Uh, Brian is weird. You ruined it. Brian's weird. For Rob. This too shall pass. For Brian. Stan still cries after sex. I have the Magic City Motor Mouth Fast Eddie Lane show producer saying bye for now and thank you for joining us for Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio. Good night, everybody. Like, Like Apple Stan? How about them apples? <laughs> that, that was so funny. That wasn't funny. Wasn't oh, funny. that's funny. It was not funny. It's not funny. It's clear we're out. It's funny. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 